almost stop, ever stop, since stop, I started stop, stop, rapping. A lot of things have changed. I feel estranged, or I'm just a strange like version of Superman. This is like some I can see through almost everything, including you. When I you find it funny Kanan? that you would only want to see me, but like here I am in a hundred from back in the day. Yeah, break back, it hard, like even though it's only yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the sub to me. Then the sub to me. Then the sub to me. Then the sub to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did a song. The fact that I'm saying is what makes you hostile. That's like that's a good ass song. That song is dope as fuck. You like the cha cha. I just do that. Because it was convenient. You like the cha cha. You like the cha cha. I just do that in there. I'm pretty sure that's still my action. Now I think about it, that's definitely like my about me thing. It's just yeah. that waving flag line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's actually that. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Only because I haven't changed it since 2010. I didn't like put it there yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this is this is how I feel today. <laughs> Definitely something I would have done when I was like 19. <laughs> but when's the last time you... <laughs> when's the last time you've actually updated your fucking He's Facebook dope. about me? Oh my god. Yo, I, I checked it the other day and it was like, uh, I put like a playlist and it was like now playing. And one of the songs was like, I love college by Asher Ross. Like I knew, uh, and I knew I did that shit when I was like a freshman, like, oh <laughs> like the first week of college. Like, you just oh put man. that shit there. Do they actually have playlists on Facebook? I thought Not, that was MySpace, yo, though. Like I, I like copied and pasted like some like picture of an iPod. And then oh, just shit. said like this is the song that describes. Oh, oh, one of those fucking. I, <laughs> I love college. It had to be like the second second week of college. <laughs> so it's been back when you still loved college. Two weeks in, this is great, dude. Right. <laughs> Why doesn't everybody do this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that was a jam, was. dude. Fucking Sammy Adams made yeah, a like, remix of that. Both of those motherfuckers, I haven't heard out of them for a while. Yo, I remember Asher Roth like dropped a mixtape like. Two years ago, did he really? Three, it was like two or three years ago, and I heard that it was pretty tough. I only listened to like a song or two; they were pretty good. But I, I heard that it was tough as shit. It's really? hard to, you know, break away from like that one hit. Yeah, you kind of get typecasted, you know, as yeah. a musician. Yeah. As a musician, it's, it's a little bit yeah. like acting, I guess. I don't fucking know. And I feel like it's definitely mm -hmm. hard for like for white rappers to do exactly. that. Exactly, like, dude. It yeah, is especially hard. especially if it's like a party thing. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, dude, like. Trying to listen to you while we get fucked up. Yeah, yeah dog. Exactly. Dog, like we I'm can rap every single one of your. I'm words three weeks into college to now, dog. Like, damn, I I just don't feel it anymore, man. Right. It's just not me. <laughs> 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 oh shit. So okay, so live from the studio. Yes, excellent time Eric for that. Glazer. I'm Jimmy Seleski. We're here with Mike Bell. Hello. You can follow him at a strict at pass. Underscore, underscore the underscore Mike underscore. Don't forget that last underscore. You might wind up finding <laughs> that other dude who I tagged earlier. <laughs> we were live with him for about two minutes before I realized it was not Mike Bell. So shouts out to him. Check out his next mixtape. But all <laughs> you stealing all my messages, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> what is your next mixtape, dude? Is that the thing I heard? You told me something that you were working on something right now. Uh. Well, right now, what I'm I'm working on the project is called Full Circle. 
Um, okay. And that's that's the next mixtape, but before then, there's like a short demo EP type thing that is coming out. That um are both those called. getting released on uh, SoundCloud? Yeah, they're both gonna be released on SoundCloud. So yeah, and I've I've been working on like the the EP the demo is basically is basically finished. I'm just not sure what songs I want to put on there. Now, how many how many tracks are you planning on putting on the EP? The EP? Um, I'm thinking anywhere from like four to six. Really? Four yeah. to six. Four to six. Because you haven't... Um, the last thing you posted was, what, the Drake thing? Was that the Hotline Bling remix? Yeah, and that wasn't even like... That was just something that like I just did for the moment just because I was like, all right, whatever, I'll just do it. But... The uh, the uh, the one that I really fuck with, dude. Honestly, is the the wannabe song. I like that. Yeah, that's. And I mean, that's are you singing that hook? Yeah. Yeah. That's Hell me. yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the wannabe is like the big one. You know what I mean? Like that's like that has like a la- that has like twelve thousand plays. And how do yeah. you how that even happen? Like what? Um, are you fucking- all right. So when it dropped, I remember me and E were just like pushing it, pushing it, pushing it hard. Um, and then. It actually dropped the night before Tiger Fest. When you say pushing it, what do you mean? Like we were, we were in everybody's DMs. Like we literally were in every single person. We oh, so you were actually DMs. DMing people, like we yo, were check DMing out. People, like yo, please check this out. <laughs> but I mean, there was, there was like, there was. I'm not gonna say that there was a huge amount of hype, but there was some hype for it. You know, like really? people knew because we had been for like a month. We were just like wannabes coming out, wannabes coming out, wannabes coming out. And people were excited um, That's to listen to it. Who produced it? Was it was it you guys? No, you it was. Uh, I found the beat from YouTube. It was um, Dopin, Dopin Beats. Dopin. Yeah. And was that that was you and was that you and E? That was me and E. Was yeah. Recreation on that at all? Nah, he wasn't on that. We thought about doing like a remix, but that was the first happened. thing that struck me because that was the first song I listened to. Because yeah. obviously I gravitated to it because I saw it's like fucking twelve thousand plays. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Fucking clicked on it, and I just the first thing I noticed is like, damn, this guy can really fucking sing. Yo, this is this is what happened. This is how I got twelve thousand plays. Mm-hmm. So what happened was was that it was the night before Tiger Fest, so we pushed it because we really wanted people to hear it and listen to it before we actually performed the Tiger Fest. Mm-hmm. And then that day was when the riots started to happen. Oh, in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So we our plan was to like we're gonna push this hard next week. Like we're gonna push this super hard, and. The riots really got bad on like that Monday or that Tuesday. That's when like all the big shit started going down. Yeah. So we were like, oh, at least I felt like it's disrespectful for me right now to push this because <laughs> there's bigger things that are going on than my music. Mm-hmm. So I I feel just dis- like I feel like I'm being disrespectful to my city by pushing this song right now. Yeah. Um. So I remember E was talking to uh, some some guy. Well, he he was some guy at the time. Now his name is John L. Prince. I actually have his name. a song with him um, on my SoundCloud. I have a feature verse from his song. Okay. But um, <clears throat> he was telling him about the situation, uh-huh. and he felt he felt bad for for me because he knew that like we had put so much work into the song and everything. Uh huh. So somehow he got it trending on the hip hop Reddit page. He just he just he just did that. He yeah. Somehow is he, he like uh, does he have connects in that department? I don't or? I don't I don't know if he had like connects on Reddit, but I just remember like the post was like, 
yo, this is my friends from Baltimore, or these uh-huh. are my friends from Baltimore, and they're going through some rough times right now. So if you want to just listen to the song and check it out, like please that'll do. pretty much get you a lot of views on Reddit. Yeah, Reddit and then I started looking at my notifications, and it was just blowing up. Like I was like, Damn. "What is happening?" I, but I had no idea what was going on at the time, so I was just looking at my phone, <laughs> like, "Yo, my, I just went viral." Like SoundCloud <laughs> really popped. Wow, yeah. that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's fucking sweet. Yeah. And who was this guy? Uh, his name is John L. Prince. He, John L. Prince. And how'd yeah. you know him? Uh, I met him through E. I met him through E. Is he part um, of HNA? No, nah, he's not part of HNA. He's just, he's just the Reddit he's just plug. The, yeah, he was, he was the Reddit plug. No, nah, he's a he's plug. he's an artist. Uh, he he does his he does his own thing. Um, I think he's in Virginia now, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually how the song Richmond came about. Yeah, uh, the song that I'm featured on. Okay, Richmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like honestly, it interested me. I I guess. I feel like when when all that shit was going down and you're an artist from Baltimore, like that's like the fucking perfect time to put that shit out, man, cuz people are paying attention. And I'm yeah. not it's I understand where you're coming from where you're thinking like I'm trying to s- potentially steal the limelight from what what really matters here, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. But at the same time, I mean that song, that's was it, first of all it was a good song. And it wasn't about like, you know, it w- it was real and it was a it was a good message that you communicated. Right. And to have that be representative of the city at that time, I mean, I know it wasn't directly about that shit, right, right, but it right. was a positive message and it was a real message. And I feel like in that in that aspect, it was that was a good time to do it, dude. That was a good fucking time, and that's yeah. why it shows the shows a you know a different side of Baltimore. It yeah. does, it does, yeah. and that's that's and that's honestly why it got the attention it did is because people yeah. at that moment were looking for that. Yeah, like they true. wanted more. They wanted to know more about what's going on, and you. You help provide that for some people, man. That's fucking cool. Thank you. That's I, fucking I, I cool. I appreciate that. I, I was look, I was coming at it from the perspective of I want to be a real voice in this city. Um, and I, I, I want to do things that help, you know, the people of this city. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I felt like this was a moment of crisis. Okay. You know what I mean? This was a moment where there was just so much shit going on. And if I were to just, you know, put my voice out there and say, hey, check out this new song. Yeah. I felt yeah. like... Yo, I'm I'm basically like stepping on Baltimore at that point because we're already in turmoil. You know what I mean? True, but sometimes as a person from Baltimore, I wish more artists would do that. Yeah, I if wish it was if it was more co- like if it was if the content was about or not necessarily about, but at least related to in some way mm-hmm. what was going on in the city at the time. I would have I would have that still makes pushed sense. it. You know that what I mean? Sense. But just because it was like such a a different you know what I'm saying random concept. Then mm-hmm. what was actually happening? I just felt like it was, you know, it would have been fighting for relevancy. True, true. You know, now you said you're born and raised in Northeast Baltimore, or did you just recently? In Northeast Baltimore. How'd you wind up at Calvert Hall? Uh, I didn't want to go to Calvert Hall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go to Calvert Hall. I'm glad I did go to Calvert Hall, but I, I didn't want to go to Calvert Hall. Um, my parents, you know, they just wanted the best for me. You know what I mean? And and. They gave Were me you some going schools. to like? I guess you went to city elementary schools and city middle school. No, I didn't. I really? Went to, I went to a private, like super Christian, uh, elementary school. Super Christian. Super Christian elementary school. They really believe in God. <laughs> like, <laughs> super Christian. <laughs> Huge fans of Jesus. Super Christian elementary school. <laughs> shout out to God though. But yeah, super shout Christian. out to God. <laughs> shout Christ- out to God. It was, it was and still Jesus. like yeah, and Jesus, but it was still like. <laughs> Super crazy, and uh, <laughs> but um, and then I was homeschooled for two years, and then oh really, you were yeah, homeschooled for two? what years? What years? years? Uh, seventh grade 
in eighth grade. That's an awkward time. Yeah, yeah. it to was homeschool. That's yo, like the most awkward honestly, time. Was your teacher hot? I mean, zing. Nah, honestly, honestly, yo, like, like being homeschooled at that time was so. I just don't think that's that's a good time to homeschool your kids, to be honest. Absolutely. Like, right when you're about to go into a high school. Like, I went into a high school in a completely different environment that I'd never been in yeah, in my entire life. All boys. That's all crazy. boys. And also, you probably like, didn't go to school. With, like, for me, I went to public school all my life. I went to county school. So, like, I went to, you know, Dunbar Middle School. And pretty much everyone that went to Dunbar Middle School went to Towson High School. Right. So, like... I knew nobody. Yeah. That, knew that's crazy. That's that was crazy. Like, that was that was the worst part about it was that like everybody came from like everybody who went to Calvert Hall they all came from like Catholic middle schools. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when I went there, I didn't know anybody. I knew like some I guess like one or two kids who I went to elementary school with who went to Calvert Hall, but that was it. Like I knew I knew nobody in my grade for sure. That's yeah, fucking. That's gotta that's be crazy. <laughs> yeah, middle school is such like a weird time anyway, too. <laughs> yeah, like school during that. It's now, weird. now what what school? I guess like they didn't want to send. Fuck, they don't. They don't have like districts in Baltimore City, do they? They uh, just have like it's just like you apply to city schools and shit like that. They have zones. Or oh, they, do they? they? They did. Somebody told me that they got rid of zones recently. Really? But I'm not 100 percent sure. I know that that when I was going to high school, they had zones. My zone school was uh, northeast. Northeast, really? Yeah, yeah, that was my own school, but I just didn't go because my parents didn't want me to go to a. Uh, they that's they just that shit costs money though. That's a lot of fucking. Cost a lot of money that I was just like y'all can save it, and they were just like, no, we want the best for you. That's yeah. understandable, Which is dude. Cool. That's understandable. You know I appreciate it. That's I do understandable. Appreciate it. My dad tried to do the same thing with me. He tried to send me to Calvert Hall, and I was like, Dad. Your ass, like literally, I had to look him in the eye. I was like 14. I was like, Dad, you do not make enough fucking money to send my ass to Calvert Hall. Like, I, it was just like one of those moments where, like, I knew I was like, I, I'm not gonna, I know, I'm not gonna do any. That's the other thing is like, you go to these good private schools and then you wind up going to, but I understand, like, my situation was different because I had a solid public school fallback. Right. Like, Towson High School is a good school. Yeah, that's true. You know, so like, my parents did. Eventually, they had that option. You right. know, it wasn't like they were like, we either send our son to Calvert Hall and we scrape all our money together and see what we can. But yeah. it was like, or he can go to Towson High School yeah. with like a bunch of kids. You know, it's just like. I mean, I, I appreciate my parents sending me though because like they really did just want the best for me and they they struggled to, to put me through there. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I graduated and went to college, like my brother was going into Calvert Hall. Okay. So they, you know what I'm saying? Damn. They were scraping pennies up Damn. Like, trying to attend this school. And then you went to fucking Towson University, yeah. which is like, that, I mean, that's not too bad for in-state. No, I it was cool. Say. It was cool. And I mean, basic, basically, like I, I took loans out. Like that was. That's oh, you have to. Yeah. I mean, I mean who the fuck's paying that shit? Yeah, that's, that's very true. Like, and, and for my last two years, I was an RA. So on my Dude, I tried to be an RA. That, that was honestly the reason I dropped out of school because <laughs> they wouldn't let me be an RA. Yo, being an RA was lit, bro. Like, it was lit. I used like, to be so jealous of those motherfuckers, dude. My room was big as shit. Like, I had just mad space for no I had a walk-in closet. You're living Damn. for free, right? Uh... You're, you're living, your board I mean, is paid for. Yeah, your board is paid for, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, And then, but you're still paying tuition, right? Uh, Yeah, you're still paying tuition. Okay. Right? But yeah. still, fucking board is paid for, dude? Board and food. And food? And food. 
That's the board part. You that got is the room fucking. And, the and all you gotta do is like just fuck it. Hey, yeah, yeah, exactly. To be honest, when I was RA, I didn't. I didn't do shit. Like I, I did. I did all of the intangible things as an RA. Like I didn't do like the whole like I'm gonna write you up for everything that you do. Like I, I was a very good like person, person. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like a people yeah, yeah. person, like counseling people, right? Like help helping people. Like that's what I was good at. I wasn't good at all the paperwork stuff. My paperwork was always late. Like I was always like on the what brink paperwork of getting do you fired. Have to do? Yo, it's. It's more work than you think. Yeah, dude. Like, like it's it's more work. it's it's not free. I thought it was all chilling, nah. fucking yelling at people. Nah, it's not chilling. Every <laughs> now and then, just hey, hey, <laughs> training to be an old man or something. Just yeah. like hey, keep I it down. It I wish it was chilling, but it it wasn't chilling. Was but it worth it though? Is the question. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But Honestly, then you do really have to was. stay on those weekend nights, so uh, every once in a while. That was a drawback. It was. I mean, by the time by the time I was but in my senior big year, ass like, space with a walk-in closet. Yeah, but you gotta closet. sign in, people. Do you remember signing in to Towson? You that shit was annoying as yeah, fuck, dude. Signing in dorm rooms. You had to do that shit like looking at a f- fucking Towson UID. Right. Like, yeah, and had to like type type people's names in and stuff. God. But that was, you know, that was like the, the negatives. But honestly, like it was it was definitely. I would do it again. I wish I could do it again. Like being an RA was cool. You know, you got to do a yeah. lot of. I wish I could be an RA, but like not go to college. <laughs> <you know? laughs> that would be the ideal yeah. setup. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> look, I just run this floor of this dorm. I don't go to school it's like here. Slumlord. This is my dormitory. <laughs> Yo, that's I basically the what the people who are in charge of RAs are. They're basically oh, like, yeah. like RAs of the RAs. Like, Damn. they don't go to class. Fucking like, rah rahs, baby. Do they live in the dorms? They do, but they get like. No way. Hey. They live in the dorms. They live. They live in the dorms but they have like they have better rooms than Whoa. the students they have like whole apartments basically Damn. i thought the whole point of ras is like you're supposed to to like bang the people that are staying there right is that a thing uh yeah and then if you're the person who's if you're the person the RAs, you're supposed to bang, bang the RAs, ras or something yeah. like i thought like that's <laughs> the whole the point <laughs> i'm just saying like I, you know that i know that that's what the fuck is supposed to happen that, yeah that, that's, that's that's why what i wanted American to be an RA. Wants you to believe <laughs> <laughs> You it's gotta be doing something, dude. Yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot, lot, lot of paperwork. Ass. Paperwork. What y'all got? Paperwork. It's more no, paperwork. You can just than give the paperwork sure. to the RAs to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any better. <laughs> Why you're fucking them, dude? <laughs> you're already fucking them. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well make hey, them do the paperwork. Here you go. Yeah, Why yeah. don't you sign that? Well, <laughs> that sounds like a good time at Towson, you dude. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you graduate? What was your fucking major? Uh, mass com. Mass communication. I wanted to be a journalist. And then I, I got out of school and I was like, fuck that. Why did you want to be a journalist? Yeah, I mean, sucks. rapping is almost like like a musical journalist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I wanted to be a journalist because like I, I'm, I enjoy writing. I'm not going to say I'm good at writing, but like I enjoy it. You enjoy it. I enjoy it. Which writing. leads to being good which, at writing. Which leads to being True. good, but I don't want to like, you know, be pompous. Like, no, I mean, no, you got, you got some good fucking lines, dude. You got some lines. Thank you. They're fucking solid. They're solid. Yeah. I, I, I do dedicate a lot. Um, were you recording originally? Like, were you? I mean, were you? Were you doing the rap thing while you were in school, or did you just start that afterwards? Uh, I did the rap thing while I was in school. My first mixtape I dropped was called Cosine. Okay. And, that, and was that just you? You hadn't really met up with the uh, H and E guys yet. I mean, well, I went to I went to high school with E. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Me and E man went to high school together. Hmm. Um, how I met him was fucking crazy because. My freshman year, like, I didn't really have any classes with him. Like, I just saw him in the hallway, kind of. Okay. But my one of my first memories of him was, like, I remember second week. I think 
I was outside, out front of the football stadium. And like, there were girls there. There were like some Mercy girls there. Oh. So, you know, it was like Calvert Hall guy magnet. You know yeah, what I mean? done deal. Easy money. Done. And, <laughs> and I was, I don't even remember who I was with, but whoever I was with, those were his girls. Those weren't my girls because I, I didn't know nobody. I was fucking. I have no girls. I had no girls in high school. I had zero girls back then. Fuck. Those, those were his girls. But I remember E coming over to me. And was like, oh, this is my brother, like hugging me. And I was like, nigga, I don't even know you like that. Like, yeah. this was like the second week. Yeah. He was playing you up, dog. That was the origin. <laughs> that was like, I think back to like my first, well, I was like, when was the first time I really remember hanging out with girls? You know, it's all that little shit, dude. He was, that was like the original when you get into college bars and you do the same fucking shit with like random right. boy, like playing each other up and shit like that. Right. That was clutch, dude. Yeah, that, shout out to E-Man the Heartbreak, dog. Original yeah, wingman. Yeah, shout out to E, the original wingman. Yeah, yeah, the original wingman. They're mercy girls. You didn't have to work that hard. <laughs> dude, no, it's fucking wild. The only time in high school I was ever hit up by like a girl on Facebook was I got a random message out of the blue and it was just... Did you go to Calvert Hall? <laughs> uh, I was like, no. <laughs> Did you know E? <laughs> that was, what she was that like a deal breaker? Like, was, was she just like, Dude, nah, I, I mean, it has to be a deal breaker if that's the first question Dude, you ask. Yo, all I, high school girls just wanted to do is bang Calvert Hall. I used dudes. to hate it, dude. I used to see girls walking around with like Calvert Hall sweatpants at Towson. Because Towson, for people who don't know who are listening, Towson High is very, very close to Calvert Hall. Yeah. And fucking girls would public walk around. Yeah, public versus private, dude. And fucking girls would walk around with these Calvert Hall sweatpants on fucking gray, like with the red Hall, letters Marcy and the yellow outline. I'd be like, yo, fuck fucking Calvert Hall, dog. <laughs> 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 fucking red ass cardinal on yeah. it. Like, you're fucking tainted now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, oh, man, lost another one, dog. Oh Motherfuckers be walking around with your fucking blazers with shorts. Be like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> fucking pissing me off, Calvert Hall. <laughs> Damn, sorry, had to let that out. I'm gonna get back on track now. <laughs> I'm sorry, that went on a fucking long ass tirade. You said <laughs> you said you started recording at Towson University. Yeah. Okay. So so what happened was was that the whole the whole way that I started music was um, me and E like we used to do this thing where uh, he would. It, it was kind of like. The Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff, you know how Ooh, they had like okay. the I rap and I'm the DJ. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, it started off with him being like, he raps and I sing. Okay. So we made this music video. It wasn't a music video. It was like a webcam video. It took us like six hours to record, get it right. We put it up on Facebook and people were like, oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, so we were like, all right, well, let's just you know try to actually make music. And then I guess it was our freshman year. No, our sophomore year of college. Our sophomore year of college, he was like, I'm actually going to make a mixtape. And I remember he told me one time, uh, <laughs> I, I was trying to rap to him, and he told me, you the singer, like, stick to what you're good at. <laughs> so I was like, all right, fuck you. Like, I'm about to make a mixtape too. So literally, that's the only reason why I started rapping is because this nigga E-Man said, you're a singer, stick to what you're good at. And I was mm, like, nah, shit. I'm rapping Damn. for sure. That's so funny. So, <laughs> so, so he dropped a mixtape, 
And then I think like three, like two and a half, three weeks later, like I dropped my mixtape. Oh, mm-hmm. so were you guys rivals at this point? No, no, no. Oh, okay. We were like, that was still my man's. Like, well, you were just like, yo, fuck you, though. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, yo, I'm definitely about to drop a mixtape now. Since you told me that I can't. Yeah. <laughs> this track, yo, E Man the Heartbreak, E Man the Heartache. Studio. Check that out, track four. <laughs> Catch that in there, dude. Heartfelt. No, he was, he was, I mean, I was, I was on his mixtape. Twice he was on my mixtape, but he only let you sing though. He only let me sing. Ooh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Up. Damn, he only man, you didn't sing. tell me that, yeah. dog. Did you only, only let make sing. him sing on your mixtape? No, I let this man rap. Hear no evil, more like hear no rapping. Hear dog. no rapping, bro. <laughs> I let this man open up a whole song and everything. Gave him like the beginning of the song. I said, do whatever you want. Yo, I said the song was by you featuring me, <laughs> man. Come on, yo, let me rap. For an artwork for that one song. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Oh, but you God. said you did a fucking webcam recording your first time? The very the very first thing we ever recorded, it was like some crawl Chris Brown remix. Ah. Where I was like singing yeah. the song and E was rapping. I was trying to explain that shit to we had and this. You guys dude. were both like shoulder to shoulder in front of like a MacBook. In front of a, <laughs> like, a super I'm pretty sure it was his laptop, so it was like super, super small. Like yeah. I was trying to explain that we had this dude named Jet Bailey on a couple weeks ago, and he's like He's actually only two years younger than me, so he's only a year younger than you. Mm-hmm. But like, just like that, I was trying to explain to him that like I was playing like covers and like I would do like cover videos on YouTube like right. in 2010. I was like, dude, you gotta understand, man. 2010, like that was the kind of shit people did almost. Like oh, when yeah. you talk, like that was the yeah. kind of shit people did. Yeah. So like, yeah, you would fucking have your webcam and do like that wasn't like on those like whack ass covers would I be mean, on his, and like, shit. Parents backyard on his. Deck. <laughs> right. I mean, fucking that was sitting before. on a chair playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That that was how people did it. So like yeah. now when you hear it, you're like, you recorded shoulder to shoulder on a webcam, yeah. like blah blah blah. People that are a little bit younger will be like, ah, f- what? But yo, I'm just sitting here like, yo. Okay. Like honestly, like, like <laughs> when you broke, you gotta do what you gotta do. Bro. You gotta do that. With that you gotta and do that, what you the thing do. was that was cool at the time. Yeah, it That's was. How Justin Bieber got popping off that dog. Justin Bieber, Kobe Kaye, like all those people. Kobe, Ka- did she get famous off YouTube? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Tons of people got famous off YouTube. I mean, even like actors and stuff. Like you look at like Wildin' Out. Like all those people were like on YouTube before they were on Wildin' Out. That yeah. is true. Timothy De La Ghetto, shouts mm-hmm. out. Or uh, traffic. Daniel Hudson, or, all of them. Wherever he fucking goes by. But you record. <laughs> where did you? Where? So, so you did the first webcam recording in my basement. In your basement. In so basement. at the time, what year were you at Towson at the at the time? The webcam. I was. I was. I think it was the summer after I graduated high school. Oh, so you were going in? I was to going Towson. into Towson. Yeah. So you were still living at home and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Did you do any? And when when did you put out your first like original thing? My first mixtape came out. Like, actually, it was on my birthday. It was on my birthday, my junior year of college. What's that? What's it's your birthday? August twenty seventh. So dog, was, I'm August twentieth. Word. You're a week after. What ninety three? Ninety three. Ninety two. Word. Hell yeah, dude. Oh man, that's crazy! Hey, I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> and where'd you you recorded that at your parents' house too? Yeah, but at that point, you had basement. like equipment and microphones. Yeah, and shit. like that was uh this uh this guy named Dan. Uh, shout out to Dan. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but shout out to him. Um, he was doing like the mixing and yeah, he, recording. He recorded me and you know did everything. Came to my house, had his mic, set it up. You know, we did the whole thing. But I'm assuming he didn't do this most recent full circle EP. No. No, nah, he he didn't do that. One. Are you doing? Are you recording that at your place? Yeah, I'm recording that at my house. Okay, yeah, but, yeah, but you're, that's you're running my, the boards and everything. Yeah, that's with my own equipment and everything. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Okay, dude. So if 
quick. About to pop the cedar off real quick. Oh yeah. So how did uh, so just you and E Man just got together one day and started H N E or how'd that come about? Uh, we had always said that like we wanted to be a part of like a collective, be a part mm-hmm. of a group. Um, and he he actually came up with the name Here No Evil, mm-hmm. and he was the one that like kind of formally introduced the idea to me. But I mean, we we were roommates. We lived in the same room. Like we yeah, had talked yeah. about it, so it wasn't like it was, was he like, an RA as well. No, nah, he wasn't. No, he uh, this was this was when I was a freshman. Like we H and E started as like an idea when I was a freshman in college. Okay, but you were living. You lived on campus as a freshman. Yeah, dope. Yeah, I lived on campus all four years. It's, okay, so you were his roommate. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Go on. I'm sorry, but um, it it didn't actually become a like a tangible thing until my junior year, and that was long before you guys met Breck, right? That was like a year before we met Breck. Okay. It became like a tangible thing. And at first it was just me, E, and my friend Tori. And that was H and E. And what happened to Tori? Uh Tori, he, he joined the military. Mm. Um he's a family man Shout now. Out. He got a baby yeah. on the way. Really? So yeah. So Tori's Congrats, Tori's doing the doing the grown man thing. Yeah, Jeez. man. Some pe- people gotta do it. Yeah. Gotta be Somebody's babies. gotta do it. Uh, no, nah, I'm could I'm, not be me. Yo, honestly, like I'm super proud of him. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's happy mm-hmm. and that's you know, that's what he wants yeah. to do. So I support that's him 100%. Dope. He still great. supports us 100%. So, I mean, that's my bro. Hell yeah. So, is it just uh, recreation, you and E-Man now? Yeah, or is that's it right else? now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's it right now. Just the three of us. But um, And you ran into... So, the way Breck told the story, you got... What, did you guys run into each other at a party or something like he that? He met E at a party. Okay. And then E hit me up and he was like, yo, I know this kid that wants to rap with you. And I was like, who is it? Because like... Wanted to rap exclusively with you? Well, he yeah. he said that like I know this kid. He heard you can really sing. He was like, he was like, well, you sure you don't want him to sing instead of rap? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but nah, he was he was like, yo, um, this kid wants to rap with you. Like he wants you in a song, and I'm gonna be on one of his songs. And I was like, oh, really? So, so yeah, I, he's hit me up every day about it for this past month. <laughs> <laughs> really he's wants to do mentions it. you every day. <laughs> Asks about you at least twice. <laughs> so I got I got Breck's number. I started texting Breck, um, and we started talking about a song. And then he was because I remember the the night that I started texting Breck, the, his song with E dropped. It was called Just Me. Okay. And yes, I recall that. Dropped. Yeah. And he was texting me and he was asking me like how I felt about the mixing and like. Um, if I would like to be on a song with him, and I was like, yeah, absolutely, and like you know, I'll definitely do it. Because and you hadn't even met him in person at this point. Nah, nah, not okay. yet. Okay. Did you but, guys know you both went to Towson? Well, I guess. They oh yeah, nah, party, nah. We yeah. we okay. we knew that. Like, I knew he went to Towson because he said that like there's some freshman who wants to rap with him. I was like, oh my god, some <laughs> freshman, some freshman still listens to Asher Raw. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I'll listen to him, and I heard him. I was like, oh, this is this is dope. Like, I'll definitely rap with him. And then we came up with uh, Best in Maryland. A song that was on his first. That's movie. a good song. Yeah, I, I I like I like Best in Maryland. Best in Maryland was cool. It's a good fucking tune, dude. Yeah. And what made you so so? Before this, you were releasing, I guess, like singles. You have like a solid what, like eight nine singles on your SoundCloud at the moment. Yeah, it's like, it's like five or six right now. But five or six. It's it's mostly it's mostly uh, you know, old stuff. It's old stuff, and everything was scheduled to come out last year. Uh, I pushed it back because I, I don't I don't want to release mm-hmm. music just to release it. You know what I mean? Like I'm so over releasing stuff 
where I can release it and somebody's like, oh, this sounds good. And I listen back to it and I'm like, oh, I'm cringing at this part. I'm cringing at this part. I'm cringing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you know what? I don't care how long it takes me. If the music is good, people will gravitate to it. You know what I mean? So like, there's, there's no point in me rushing to try to put this shit out if it's not the best that I can make. Because why? Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. You can only put it out once. Right, exactly. And that's true. Exactly. That's and, that's another thing. Yeah. And well, what we talked about, I've talked about this with a couple guys in the past, and people have, kind of have like differing um, perspectives on it. But you're talking about, I'm assuming, releasing this EP all at once, right? All yeah. six tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not. I maybe think, like a single. First yeah, there might be yeah. there might be like one or two songs that come out before the EP actually drops as a whole. Now, this guy I had on before, actually the same guy was Jet. He releases a song, and I found this I found this very impressive. Mm-hmm. Actually, the fact that he was able to do this, he releases a song once every two weeks. Yeah, and he has a uh, as a musician myself, like I was just like he was telling me about like the way he operates this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I was very impressed. But what, the reason why he he does that, and and we kind of talked about this a little bit before, is he was saying you kind of you almost when you're when you're at a certain level, you almost kind of have to release content on a consistent basis. And I don't do it either, as like like I I haven't released something maybe in like six seven months. Yeah, I would say. And because I go through the same thing, like yeah. I, I will literally, I'll start something and I'll get to literally the point where all I have to do is lay down the vocals. And you got to, because I, I, I like, I like produce the music as well. Mm-hmm. And so like by the time I'm ready to record the vocals, I've already been working on that song for a solid like three months. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? it is. So it's like by the time I get to actually wanting to sing on it. I don't even like the fucking song yeah, anymore. Like that's that. that's well, the I'm, worst part, bro. And then I never, and then so, so I'll fucking, you know, get to that point and then I'll fucking get bored with it and I'll start another one and I'll get that song to that point and then I'll come back to, I never wind up putting anything out. See, yeah. That's, and then, and then six months later, you haven't released something. Yeah. And, and the way, and so I guess the reason I brought that up was I would, and if you, if you, and that's what I want to talk about it is. I would say if you have six tracks that are like that you think are ready to be released, like up to your standards, mm-hmm. I would release them from what I would do is release them periodically periodically yeah. and space them out. And I while thought, you're yeah. periodically releasing those, come up with six fucking more. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you release one a month. I've, th- I've, I've thought that about doing that six too. months. I've thought about doing that too. That I mean, I'm I'm definitely like, you know, I'm, I'm not 100 percent what I want to do, what the game plan is going to be yet. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that might be what happens at the end. You know, and I know that because my brother that. does hip hop too. You might, maybe, maybe not, maybe you have his name. He goes by Seleski, but like yeah, yeah. he was talking about the same thing. Like he and his, and a lot of it, I mean, EP is kind of the thing to do. You almost can't even drop an album before you're known. Cause just yeah, like really, yeah. you, it's yeah. almost like you can't, you can't even take yourself seriously when you call it an album. It's I like, mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's that. And it's like, if you look at people's sound clouds, like, and you look at when they drop a project, their first song always has the most plays. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it, it goes dips down so and down and down. And then there might be a song that was a banger in the middle that has yeah, a Yeah, it's of like plays. the single that came out like right. a week exactly. ago or whatever. And then it goes down and yeah. down. Yeah. So people, people like their their attention spans are not they're not there if they don't mm-hmm. if they don't view you as an important exactly. person. Exactly. They're not gonna give you that time of day. Exactly. But like what Eric said is you can only release something once. Yeah. So when you release six songs at once, yeah, they're gonna pay that album the same amount of attention they would have potentially paid to your single. That's very true. And so yeah. that's so very true. you've blown six songs that's very on true. one drop. That's very true. You know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So I just did, I helped out shooting a music video in Philadelphia like two weeks ago for E-Double. He was like, uh, he's from Philly originally, but was out of Baltimore for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he, for like a full year, did a thing called Freestyle Friday. And that's how he got kind of like big to the point where he just lives off music now. Really? What's and, this guy's uh, name? E-Double. Yo, we got to get uh, him on here, dude. Fuck you. Well, he's in sweet. Philly now. so Welcome, dude. It's a short drive. And also, <laughs> pray, pray for you, live, live from the studio on the road. <laughs> the world tour. <laughs> <laughs> but you said, but he's releasing but something no, he, Freestyle Friday. So once for week. like a year, he did once every Friday. So like 52 Fridays, he released Damn. a new song. And that's how he got like a big following for himself. If there's one thing that I have learned from failing a million, uh, failing at pretty much every fucking thing I've tried to do in regards to anything to do with this mm-hmm. music, podcast, everything. Consistency is the key. Yeah, that's. that's I mean, that's it like it's just. It, it's 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 almost it's so simple that it's almost like did it really take me fucking six years yeah. to come up with that? Yeah, that's. But that's you really just don't really get it until you you experience it. And that's why I didn't I didn't drop anything last year because mm-hmm. I knew. I knew I wasn't going to be able to keep it consistent. Exactly. Like, yes. At least not not the way that I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know what? Let me take this break. Let me go into the lab. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make everything that I need to make first, and then when it comes time, boom. You know, Come out you like Doctor Fucking Dre, right. ripped to shit, right. like out of a stage, <laughs> <laughs> like, elevator lifted up. It's my new fucking EP. like cell when he moved to the next form. <laughs> right, right. right. Turn into a ball, like. the final form. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, he absorbed Android 18. Right. Oh, yeah. fuck. I've skipped Super five. Saiyan two. Like, <laughs> come on, straight Super Saiyan three already out the gate. Long that was the whole point. Hair. That like, would be the that shit. That and you know what? You know what? Honestly. I would love to see that happen because if 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 Baltimore artists in general and I blame myself for this too but if Baltimore artists in general were releasing things on a semi-consistent basis mm-hmm. it could not do anything but draw more attention to oh, yeah, this absolutely. city and draw more attention to people coming out of the city the problem is and again I'm a culprit of it as well but you go to a lot of people's sound clouds and shit and you're seeing like you know six months two years since their last drop and it's like or some of them some of them only have like one or two songs up mm-hmm. and shit like that and it's like we got some solid talent but like it's just about putting it out there yeah, you know I, I think that there's I think that in, in other cities like Chicago you know mm-hmm. like DC I think people are more willing to put themselves out there because there are a lot of people who are willing to listen. Well, there's yeah. also more people around them or close to them or that know people who know that same secret that I'm telling you right now. Right. It's not a secret, but it's that just same piece of just basic fucking knowledge. Like, right. consistency is key. You know, I talk about that all the time. Like, there's nobody around here, really, to 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 basically tell people like you and me and other artists that that's all it is right. how to do it right you know like when you like yeah. you know if somebody would have come to me when i was 19 years old and been like yo you want to make it this is what you got to do i need this once a week i need this three times right. every friday blah 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 blah, blah. i'd be like i'll fucking do that there's no there's no like big talent out of baltimore that's gonna be big brother mm-hmm. you know what I mean? that's mm-hmm. that's basically because what it the is. end yeah. game OGs. has always been to, to just get out of get baltimore, out of baltimore. Yeah. that's it and, and and it's like it's almost you know you, that's it, what it is though it 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 sucks it sucks it does. honestly because it's it's like what do you think 
what do you think? There's just fucking something in the water in New York, right? Like in it's, Chicago, it's, right? It's not like it's a just makes you them know, better. It's not like rapping. there's there's no talent here. Like there's definitely there's tons of talent here. Yeah. The problem well, is, it's is just that, that's where the industry is. Yeah, yeah, and because that's the culture the industry is because not somebody as built it. Yeah, right. but it's not as important as it was back in the day. Like it isn't. Now. That's true too. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's just like a you know odds thing too. Like if if there's more work in certain places then like going there you have a higher percentage of getting it you know what i right, mean right exactly exactly that's 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 very true but I that mean, was when you relied on the place on your geographical location if there's one thing that modern technology and the internet and the age of all this shit that we're in right now has done for us it's that you can pretty much achieve those same things you can connect with somebody in new york from your fucking laptop in 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 Baltimore, yeah, easily, mm-hmm. yeah. easily, you can fucking you can connect with them. You can he can send you a track, you rap on it, send it back to him. He sings on it, he sends it to somebody else, he masters it, and y'all can do that without ever having fucking met each other. Yo, honestly, the internet is another reason why I at least personally don't like putting out music all the time. Okay, uh, is because if you look at how thirsty people are for music online, it's it's insane. Like people an have artist, such a high standard. They have such too, a yeah. high standard because that's because people like Future are dropping projects all the time. Young Thug yeah. dropping projects all the time. Like Drake has a new song every week. So people are like, yo, I want all artists to do this. And that's not how it is. Like if you look at Michael Jackson, like Michael Jackson's albums were like three years apart. If artists today did that, people would be so angry. They wouldn't listen to him anymore. It's a different, it's a different, the reason why it was like that back then is because that was the only way they could do it. Right. They didn't have the the forms that we have now, right? And so the concept of the album in modern day consumption is is is, is a dying form, mm-hmm. and which is like I said, I've talked I've talked about this like a thousand times in this podcast, but the just the way people I I I regret that the concept of the album is gone because a lot of people made an album one solid work I hate and that. it was cool, but at the same time in today's market it just doesn't work that way. I mean, like yeah. You you fucking put out an album and you don't put out another thing for another year or two mm-hmm. or fucking fucking three you might as well be dead yeah that's you might as well true. be fucking dead that's at this point true. it's just like you and it's tough because yeah. how the fuck is a guy like you or me. A supposed to be, or anyone, Breck, Dom, whatever. How are we supposed to be able to be expected to put out something not only to that quality, mm-hmm. but to that quality consistently? I think I think what it is is it's about finding a very quality body of work, putting that out and pushing it as hard as you fucking can. That's true because like, because for most people it's gonna be the first time they heard it. Right, exactly. Like and you, then it's new until people hear it. Right, you know? and then like you know. They can if it's if it's really really good, it'll last them a year. Mm-hmm. It'll last them a year. If it's really really good, it'll it'll last them that time. You know what I mean? They won't have to be asking you for new music, but at the same time, but that's if it's really know, really good. That's if it's really really good. Like you're exactly. talking like really like acid good. rap good. Yeah, like, like, you know what I mean? You like know, like I wouldn't I wouldn't say that anybody should bet on that. No, <laughs> that's no, 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 no. That's that's a that's like songs are so fucking good now. I think about that. Yeah. I listen to fucking songs. Yeah. And it's like holy shit. You listen to a fucking song from the seventies. Just like this song's pretty good. This song's pretty good. I'm not. I'm, I'm not talking about melodically or structurally or anything like that because those songs are fucking dope. I'm talking about production wise. Oh yeah. Oh my god. There's man. so much talent. I mean, oh my god. With, with like technology, there's so much new shit that we can do with the music to make it sound as good as it can. You know, can possibly. So sound. to be really, really good. See that? See that's my problem. 
well, not my problem. I imagine most people's problems is, dude, unless I have a team like Swiss Beats, Mike Posner, some other guy sitting in the studio with me producing a song, chances are I'm not going to put out something that's really, really good right. by today's standards. Right. So I mean, so. but you you'd be surprised the beats you can find online. You would be surprised. Like I found some of the hardest beats I've ever heard in my entire life. I agree. And that, yeah, that's that's just a difference in like I've never once had the thought, and maybe I should, but I never once had the thought. Just it's just a difference in genres. Yeah, that's you true. Know? That's yeah, that's it's just true. A difference in genres. It's, it's different for rap, like you know. Because I you talk can, to my brother all the time. He'll like put out a song, whatever. He'll be like, when are you put out a song? And I was like, Dom, have you ever once produced yeah. an instrumental? You can't yeah. just like download an Eagles like instrumental <laughs> of a song and do a remix of it. It, See, like yeah, and the thing is, like different. you could, but it would be first of all, it would be whack. But but then at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, the weekend did that, and that's why I think I think that's what made him stand out. Is he he didn't download Eagles instrumentals, but like I'm pretty sure he didn't. He wasn't like he was writing his beats or anything. I mean, that's no. first of all, that's R and B too. A lot of R and B singers aren't necessarily producing their own no, beats. Yeah. I, I feel mean, like same with pop though. Yeah. Katy Perry's not making her fucking beats in the studio, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. but yeah, but but the concept of like a band or something like that, or even like a singer, dude. I personally, I I couldn't I couldn't take myself seriously if I did it. But that's just because. I, it's just like I said. It's just different in, difference in genre. Yeah. It's just a difference in genre. That's why I appreciate rap so much. Is because it's it is much more focused on the, the lyrical Smith, content. Like, yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, like rap is truly an art form. Like anybody, like I know people say stuff like, "Oh, Lil Yachty sucks." Like Lil Uzi sucks. Like I'm like, yo, you have no idea how difficult and how much time you have to put into lyrics until you actually sit down and you start writing them. Like. Mm -hmm. You can you can be the the greatest you know you know like talker in the world, but once you are stuck to a syllable limit and you have to rhyme, you know what yeah. I mean, and you can only and you have say to like this. tell a story, and it's like how am I supposed to get this point across exactly. in four words? Right, exactly. Like, That's the hardest part. That's the hardest yeah. part is trying to like you know because I'm I'm somebody like I'll I'll talk a lot and I can like I can you know break down ideas with a whole bunch of words, but yeah. when it comes down to rapping. I'm I'm limited, so yes, it's like you absolutely. have to you have to say it in this amount of time, this space. Yeah, find it's the like right a fucking word. tweet. It's got to sound like good. It has to be it's 140 a, characters. Yes. Like I could not have made a better I analogy. Write like five paragraphs on this shit. Yep, 140 like characters. Yeah. That's yep, 100. percent And and it has to rhyme. Yeah, and it has to rhyme. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it has to be good. Like <laughs> yeah. when it you really think about it, the concept of rhyming, and this is a way off. But the concept of rhyming is a weird fucking concept. Like, why the fuck do we do that? I don't know. Why do we fucking? It's just do how that? it's always been. And it's people, catchy. It's like the fucking. Uh, it's like the handicap. Like you fucking like tie your hand behind your back before going in, but everyone's doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. What are you talking about? The handicap. <laughs> I want to say you lost it's me. It's like uh, you know, like okay, like we could just talk over instrumentals. But let's. Everyone has to fucking rhyme over them. It's like a true. handicap. Yeah, true. No yeah. way. You think it was invented yeah. because of that? No, but it's like, why move away from that? I'm just saying. Well, no, I think the original statement is it fucking sounds better. Just sounds yeah. better. That's true. It, it sounds does better. Sound better. I heard that it was made to help people remember better because even before they had invented like written language or anything like that mm. when they were passing on stories or when they were passing on just anything yeah one of the way yeah they they made it rhyme because it made first of all yeah like for instance like it just it's just when you if i were to tell you if i were to tell you like yo recite uh this song by drake or whatever and i would give you the first line mm -hmm. you could probably come up with the second line right just because you know it rhymes right and so like it, it was an aid in helping remember it so it sticks with people i mean that's how we learned the alphabet yeah 
do songs. Holy shit. To our rhyming song. The alphabet rhymes? The alphabet rhymes. Yo, the alphabet was the original rapper, dog. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dope bars. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. They like, did you uh, in elementary school have to like learn like the states song? Like, learn? Uh, We learned like a. Like a capital song, I remember that. Okay, we, we never learn, got like, that. A, every every capital of every state. That's I don't, crazy. I don't we did. Oh, I thought you were saying you had to presidents. learn the capitals of the letters. I was like, aren't they the same? No. <laughs> <laughs> capital A, capital B. <laughs> you <have to> say <laughs> Simon says, Lowercase "See, a. I don't fucking B. know. Lowercase I gotta say this." <laughs> um, no, I remember we had to we had to learn. I don't remember the song for shit though. Mm-hmm. Cause probably because it didn't rhyme, dog. Probably because. How do you make capitals rhyme? Because it didn't rhyme. That's what I'm saying. You can like I think it also works with melody too because like the the state song didn't rhyme either but it was mel- it was like yeah. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas and it's like went on like that. Dude, I couldn't if I wouldn't even be able to finish the first line of that song. Yeah. And I know all the states. <laughs> that song Not actually order. I'm familiar with them. Just Yo, start can, left can you fill right out a map? Right. I probably could. I probably Dude, thought that. He, I, it's hard as shit. He it's filled out shit. the state of Maryland and broke it up into all the different districts and counties. Damn. From memory. Damn. That's impressive. That's impressive. Because I probably With couldn't even tell you like, exactly <laughs> where Literally. the world is. Was it crayons or colored pencils? It, I think it was a red pen. Oh, okay. It was a red pen. I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was colorful. <laughs> so <we> <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So I I fucking I'm sure you already went over it, but is there a date for the release of your next EP? No, nope. No, and I'm not I'm not saying shit this time because last time okay. I said shit like nothing came out, and like some people were like, "Is it coming? Is it yeah, coming?" Last time you like, shit, said shit, it. the riots happened. So don't no. say anything. <laughs> I shared I shared a snippet that I pinned to my the, to my Twitter. Yeah. Last April, mm-hmm. and it was because like I had just. You know, basically, it got to finish the song, and I was so excited about it, and I was like, "Yo, I'm about to drop this like uh, next." Yeah, because so you I want like the because like I don't know, it's different in comedy. I do stand up comedy. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, you want the validation? Yeah. yeah you yeah. get like you get the instant gratification yeah. from doing a right. joke. You do a joke and it lands, and people laugh, and you get that like endorphin rush. Right. But like when you spend like months at a time making a song, no one fucking understands that, right. or like and like they're not even going to hear it until you put it out and you right. like want people to fucking right. hear it so that you can be like they can be like oh that's fucking great and you're like yeah, yeah. I know I fucking have been working on this forever <laughs> like yeah dude it's like working on a joke that you're not even sure if anybody's going to fucking laugh at yeah. for four months yeah. just yeah. fucking just alright if I say this here they're really going to fucking roll <laughs> yeah and then you fucking tell it and I was just like crickets you're just like damn like, see you in six months. I'll be back <laughs> with another one. <laughs> Try again later. Right, swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. But yeah, but I, I was like, nah, I'm not putting out a date right now because, like I said, last time I, I pinned a tweet, people were like, when's it coming out? And I was so excited about the song. And I went through, in my head, like I went through this whole like rebranding process, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was like, damn, like I gotta gotta basically, you know, Really, really, really think about what song I want to put out next before I just, you know, drop. I like this song. I think it's a good song. Let me just drop it because it's a yeah. single type song. You know, I, I really have to like calculate like what do I really want to come back with next. You know, so I think 
Now I want to come back with with some some rap shit. You know what I mean? Because I I feel like wannabe wannabe was rappy, but like wannabe wasn't final draft rappy. You know, final draft is like still my my favorite old song that I ever did. And I want to come back with like some real real rap shit before I drop songs. You know what yeah. I mean? So well, what's what's your plan beyond just the okay? So. And that's the other thing you gotta work. You don't have like a manager or anything, right? No, this is all independent. This is all completely independent. Grassroots. Um, beyond just releasing, what are you? What are you doing otherwise to push it and and things like that? Uh, well, what I what I came up with was that I wanted to. Um, what, what's gonna happen is that when I drop the the demo, I'm mm-hmm. gonna put the demo in CD form. Okay. Uh, cool. And hand that out to people. Okay. But I'm also gonna have a street team of people who have already like agreed to be a street team. Awesome. Um, and <clears throat> dude, honestly, like fucking the old school methods are always the fucking best. Like, yeah, that's a reason it people really fucking did them. You know, like face to face fucking like advertising or sales is still like the most effective fucking thing. Because if people like you, they'll listen to your music. Mm-hmm. Yes, but our CD is still the main uh, method of consumption for music. It's not, but if you catch people when they're going out to their car. Yeah, or even just like if like one of the street team people is like, yo, like this person's dope. Like I really fuck with them. Like obviously I'm not them. Like I just fucking dig it here. Right. They take that and they're like, oh, this person must be good. Like, right. I'll give it a listen. Like, oh, he must be important. Yeah, yeah. Or or they might just think this is just some fucking the problem. Yeah, yeah. The problem, and I, I think that's definitely a good way to, um, a good part of promotion. Mm-hmm. But like, for me, because I used to do the same shit, and the one thing that I remember thinking about was it's so difficult to get someone to try to find you. Yeah. And so the goal, my goal, and I think what a lot of what a lot of people have striven to do is to make it as easy as possible for people to go from the thing you hand them or the thing you give them or the thing you send them to you. Yeah. And so when you have a CD, they might like you, they might fuck with it, whatever. But to actually get them enough to make them go from their CD to then picking up their phone, finding you on Twitter, yeah, following you, that's you the know, music, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's where it gets like that's where you really have to be fucking crushing it on that's that what, CD. Yeah, that's that's the quality of like you. If if you're gonna hand on the CD. And it's five songs on it. Those better be the best fucking five songs you can make because mm-hmm. that is that is literally your audition process. To those you really people. have to you really have to to reach people in a certain way to make them step outside of their of their of their comfort zone. Right. Yeah, you for know. Sure. For I mean, I I I'm I'm not I don't consume music the same way or like I'm not even honestly I'm not even super fucking into music. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. Yeah. I I like making my music. Right. And like. Every now and then a song gets me and like I'm talking like maybe every now every four years I really fuck with an artist. Mm-hmm. Every two years maybe. Where like I'll actually hear an artist and I'll be like, I'm gonna listen to this whole album. Right. You know? And 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 I'm someone who can cons- I, I consider myself someone to be who someone who likes music. Mm-hmm. You know, like I fucking make average it. listener. You know? I'm talking about the average listener. I right. mean, you really I mean, even just to get their attention. See, you know? the thing is, is that when a when a rapper hands you a CD, 
and everybody does it because we can't even help it. Because there's so many people who are trying to rap. When a rapper hands you a CD, you automatically think this is going to be garbage. I'm going to put this or in like, my car. Oh, it's going to be trash. Now I owe this guy five bucks. Right. Or yeah. that too. That's true. Which is also very stupid. That's like more of a New York thing. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that give me five bucks and I'll thing. give you a CD that you don't even know. It's first. Like, oh, do you want this CD? It's like, yeah, sure, I'll take it, man, whatever. And try to brush him off. It's like, okay, that's five bucks. Yeah, I was like, nah, Come you can on, have it man. back. Like, oh, no, nah, you sure you don't want it? Like, no, well, you I got don't your want fingerprints you. on it already. I can't right. sell that. It's like, fuck off. Oh, well, like, <laughs> not yeah. my problem, you handed me. Your... <laughs> yeah, I remember some guy fucking said that. I tried it. He, they were taking, like, uh, I tried to give him two bucks for his mix. Like, I'm not homeless. I was like, fucking about to be, dog. Like, <laughs> 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 you saving these CDs to light on fire. Terrible fucking <laughs> marketing strategy you have. Yo, you never heard of me. Five bucks. No, he, I think he was asking for like ten bucks. Dude, like, that shit is crazy, ten bucks for bro. fucking Thriller, dog. Like, are you Michael Jackson? Like, that shit. That was on Hollywood Boulevard. He was standing next to a Michael Jackson impersonator. I would have bought that guy's CD for eight bucks. <laughs> I bought your fucking CD for right. ten bucks. I don't know the fuck you are. Right. <laughs> at least like, that guy looks like a famous. Yeah. At least person. he looks like somebody who recorded a ten dollar album. Same. Damn. I, I remember one dude in New York handing me, handing me his CD one time, and he was like. All right, it's gonna be ten dollars, and I was like, I, I, I kept it real with him. I was like, dog, I don't even pay to listen to a Drake CD. Yeah. What makes you think I'm about to hand you ten dollars to listen to it? Yeah, like seriously, like, like, like yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm like, I, well, I, I have Apple Music now, but mm-hmm. like, I wasn't like listening to music that I was buying before. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was just listening to stuff off YouTube or listening to stuff, you know, that I found on SoundCloud or whatever. But like. I wasn't really paying for music before, just ripping the shit from whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Fucking torrents yeah. or fucking. Right, for sure. Exactly. Just like downloading it off YouTube or whatever. Right. Like fucking. Right. You know what? Easy. I've always wanted to know if it's possible to be done. I'm sure it is. I always wanted to, like, at like a, a show, if you have a show or something like that, or even if you're doing what you're doing, which is just like just kind of connecting with people face to face and instead of handing them a CD, like, you know how they have those things like the QC scanners mm-hmm. where like you can literally scan it and it takes you to a website? Yeah. I think it'd be dope if like you could get one that just someone scanned it and it just took you directly to like download oh, the mixtape. Yeah, that'd be tough. Just like yo, literally just fucking scan this, you have my mixtape in your phone, check it out. That yeah, that would be nice. That I think people would, be, would like that more. People would like it more and also think about it, dude. First of all, I was shocked. And again, I come from the same I mean, I'm talking like we're like 85 years old but like literally at 24 and you're 23 mm-hmm. it's literally like i feel so far disconnected from even people that are like 21 right now yeah just like it's, it's just a like different life so much has fucking changed yeah. just in every way it's crazy and so like when i bought this fucking this computer i could not believe it didn't have a cd player couldn't fucking <laughs> believe it. <laughs> I remember looking for it for an hour. He was trying to burn oh, CDs. First of all, it took me 30 minutes to find the power button. So, <laughs> so when I fucking look, for, I'm looking for, so I'm not technologically that fucking great. I know how to work a computer. You know, hand me a keyboard, dog, I'll type you something, piss you off, whatever. <laughs> I fucking start arguing real quick at the computer. But I could literally, just the, I, I thought about it, I was like, are CDs that fucking dead that like yeah. so it's almost like how okay so first off how how long until you think cars don't even come with CD players anymore uh we're, we're getting now, there dude. next next I'm about to say I feel like in the next 5 years like 
is going to be got to be sooner if than you that. Buy though, like a low, lower. the low, like whatever. Like you know how like cars come in like packages, like the standard package with like mm-hmm. no bells and whistles. I bet that car nowadays doesn't even have a CD player. The problem is, is that it's just it's so difficult to do that because like to a lot not of have a CD player. Have, yeah, to 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 not have a CD player is just because like a lot of a lot of older people only listen to music on CDs. So if you start taking them out of cars, people are going to be really... But that's good. the same way it was with the cassette. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's the same true. way. Eventually, people yeah. just fucking... You either, you either get with it... Yeah, dude. Everyone... Or stay back, yeah. you know? If there's like an aux cord and that's it, like, people would be happy. And that's oh, how yeah, it goes. That's, that's how it goes. Once once people's consumption of, of, of whatever in a certain way begins to be majority that way, then car manufacturers are going to sit there and be like, look, we're losing money. Right. We're losing money making a cassette player in every car mm-hmm. a cassette a cassette cd combo fuck it we're making a cd combo if the fucking person who buys our car wants our car they can buy a fucking cd mm-hmm. where the fuck are they even buying that's cassettes true. anymore <laughs> we're even going record and cassette trader traders what are you fucking <laughs> doing that's true it's gonna be weird though because once once you take cd players out of cars cd is dead so that means they're out of stores exactly they're out of everywhere like it's gonna be hard they're gonna be obsolete you know? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the CD and and right now, literally this year is probably the last year that you might still be able to really get somebody to connect with you via CD. Yeah. But I'm asking, what are you doing internet wise? Internet wise, I think that it's uh it's it's just a lot about being a presence online. And that's why I took a break from social media because okay. I was I I wasn't ready to be a presence online. Yeah, I, I really didn't. Together. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, well, first of all, social media in itself is probably the fucking devil, to be honest. Like, it's <laughs> it's 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 a Sucks. great tool, but, like, there's so many negatives that it's come just along with social work. media. It's just work. It's it, extra work. Yeah, it, it sucks. It drives you, and, and it just drives you inside, and, like, there's always, like, dumbass people saying some dumbass shit on social media. So, like, you just... You just don't even want to. <laughs> you don't even want to open up that that can of worms. But yeah. you know, I I think that I, I do think that for artists, there's always some brand new avenue that you can you know hop on. I what I'm what I'm doing now is um, I know E Man and Jake told you about their page as well that they're making, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to make my own page, my own uh, I guess different page that's not not connected with me at all, but it's about um, putting people on to new artists, you know, mm-hmm. and just just new artists from from anywhere. And then, you know, eventually I can say, hey, check out this guy, Mike Bell, wink, wink. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that's funny. That's like you're not to be like weird about the idea because it's a good idea. But like, I think your brother is doing that right now. Dude, that's what I think like someone else is doing. Literally, it. Yeah, people p- people do it. People yeah, do yeah. it. Yo, literally For sure. Honestly, the reason I wanted to do this podcast and it may be a different reason. Kind of Eric Eric actually like fuck with podcasts and stuff. I like podcasts. I just wanted to do a <laughs> podcast. Eric wanted to do a podcast. podcast Eric wanted to do a podcast. <laughs> I'm not I have a- another podcast. Like I do two podcasts <laughs> really? every week. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I'm not a fucking comedian. The reason I wanted to do this shit was because I wanted to exactly it's a slime what you're ball. Yeah. I'm a fucking yeah, I'm a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I wanted to fucking build a platform. I wanted to build a platform that acquired enough attention that eventually I could 
divert some of that attention to my own music. Yes. That was why I did it. Yeah. That was why I wanted to do it. Yeah. Now, now, as it's gone on, it's become something that's fucking way different than I ever could imagine it could be. Mm-hmm. And it's done something crazy. Like, it's it's way cooler and way fucking... It's just way doper than I ever considered in my head. Yeah. You know, where it brings you in life. But, like, I f- it is weird. It is weird how, like, just that... What do they call that? Social consciousness. Nobody's really saying it, but everybody's thinking it. Mm-hmm. We all kind of came to that idea. You know, everybody kind of eventually got to that point where it was like, I'm so tired of trying to get someone else to put me on. Yeah. I'm so tired of emailing fucking blogs or emailing yep. this guy and that guy That's and handing in my bro. fucking thing. I'm so tired of trying to get someone else to put me on. I want to put my fucking self on. That's what it is. I'm going to fucking build my own thing and I'm going to fucking get people into it and then I'm going to fucking put myself on. Yep. Yeah. That's, That's what it that is. and it's crazy. It's not it's not a coincidence first of all. No. But it's amazing how many people came to that same exact solution. I've never spoken to you before tonight. Mm-hmm. I had never spoken to 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 Breck before that night. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy. It, or or it's, it's, or E Man or you or, know, e- like, or anybody. Or most of our guests, honestly, it's insane. It'll it's be, insane. It'll be funny. Like the first couple of times when like we had a guest booked that like neither of us had met before, mm-hmm. we're both just like it. I wouldn't really ask him about it, and he wouldn't ask me about it, so we just assume the other person yeah. had ever made contact with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and that was, yeah. We're just going in blind, and it worked out well. Most of our <laughs> guests, and it's gotten to the point where most of our guests are people that neither one of us have ever met before. Word. Yeah, it's cool. It's fucking... It's, it's, That's it, what's up, though, because I mean, I get, that opens you up to a brand new audience of people. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And it's not... From that aspect, yes, but it's also about opening other people up to you and creating a real fucking not even a fan base it's about i hate to use the word network because it sounds slimy but but i'm not even talking about network for you i'm talking about network for everyone yeah for everyone that Mm -hmm. we fuck with the more fucking the more fucking landmarks you can put in the baltimore scene Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, live from the studio. Oh, Mike Bell. Just the, like the the more fucking people you can bring together, right? The more likely we are to, in my opinion, the reason Baltimore hasn't risen out of where we're at right now is because nobody's working with anybody else. I was about to say the same thing. It's a it's there's like a lack of community. You yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's obviously a scene. Like there's obviously some community, but like at the end of the day, like I feel like there's not. There's, There's not, not like huge, one big scene. It's right. all. It's like thirty different scenes, yeah. and they're all fighting each other to yeah, try to be the like biggest trying one. Trying to be fighting for relevancy. Yeah. That shit's as old as fucking. I would say Rome, but it's older than fucking Rome. <laughs> I mean, Crabs it's just like that shit. That's it, my favorite fucking. Crabs it's my favorite way to describe Baltimore because we're all getting steamed. Yeah. We're all getting steam. You're yeah. just clawing up to be the first one. Right. Yeah. Like it's right. fucking it's it's embarrassing almost. It, it it is it 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 really is embarrassing. Like when I when I looked at like when Scooter died. Yeah, man, that was like crazy. And then I'm his manager like, like the next day. Yeah, like I'm just like, insane. yo, like like why why can't we just actually come and together and like, make music? He was like, like trying to be like dope like he was like yeah. still going to the regular fucking corner store right. getting shit right like, by and he himself. was he like, was he was completely just just trying to be 
you know, like about the city. And what message does model? that send to anyone else who wants to do the same thing? Right. It should send. It should send. Hey, come work with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because together we're we're more powerful. But, but instead. Yeah. People just liked, like, they literally just look at something and they go, damn, I wish that was me. So I automatically hate just, that guy because I'm not see him. It, they see it as, like, something that only one person can be. But, like, if the scene is, everyone works together, then everyone can fucking be Ev- like, like, yo, it's literally fucking... everybody can eat. It's not like somebody's going to go, oh, I ran out of fucking listening time. Yeah. I can't listen to your <laughs> yeah, music dude. now. You know, I never, I never understood. Somebody was on the podcast before and I forgot who it was, but somebody said... They use the examples like, you know what, dude, there are some days when I listen to Drake. There are some days when I listen to like this band or like this country song or something. Like there's days where like I, I'm fans of so many people. That's what I'm saying. And and what makes people think that like, you know, there's so many people that each individually are fans of so many people. That's what I mean. Like exponentially like you and only you. you. Never, like, and, yeah, and there's never always going to be case. new music and new yeah. artists. You're never going to be like, oh. You know what? I've reached my fifty artist yeah. limit. I'm never gonna be a fan. Yeah, like of what are you else. fighting for? So just stupid. be dope. It's if you're that's dope, people are gonna you, fuck bro. with you. Thank you, bro. That's what I say. Like, just no. There's and no that's the point thing about hating consistency on too. Like, if you're dope and consistently dope, people will kind of gravitate to that. Like the people fucking have to. shit. Like you know, the cream rises to the top or whatever. Whatever they say. Like whatever the saying is. <laughs> I think but that it's was it. You nailed it. Yeah, I think like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the extended version. <laughs> the extended that version. was definitely yeah, the same. Double wide saying. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I just wish that, you know, instead of us trying to tear each other down, we would find ways to build each other up. Because if we do that, then how do you how the fuck do you lose? You you can't lose that way. Like, there's no way you can lose by teaming up with somebody else and having yeah. the same goal. I don't know if it's like a pride or ego thing, but it's like it's both. It is both. You just like. Like, you don't just have to be the fucking dopest dude all the time. Like, it's not, like, weird to respect someone else or fuck with someone else. Like, Bro, I, it's, I don't know. I'd be saying, man, I don't know. It's, it, it is crazy. It's like that in a lot of fucking things, though. Like, uh, a lot of facets of life. The yeah. world in general. It's everything. The world in general is like that, man. It fucking, yeah. It's human nature. It's human nature. You got to get yours. And, but like you said, everybody can fucking eat. We're selfish. We're, we're born selfish creatures. Like, no baby, you know what I'm saying, is not selfish. Like, babies mm-hmm. are selfish, mm-hmm. you know. So I, we're all born with two things. We need to eat, and we need to stay alive. That's that's mm-hmm. basically it. That's, that's it. all we got to do is eat and stay alive. So, you know, with that selfish nature that we already have, it makes it easy for us to be selfish with other things. Like, saying, like, oh, that's not bothering me. That's not affecting me, so it's not an issue. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Like, that's just being selfish That's you know what i our, think though our innate nature i think when we were talking earlier about the social consciousness and how what I'm, you were talking about <laughs> huh? i think you brought that yeah up. i brought that yeah. up. i brought that up but it was about it was about talking about how like we all came to that same point in our thought process where mm-hmm. we thought about we're gonna build something that that is gonna put us on instead of trying to find something else to put us on right I think that that line of thinking is spreading. Yeah, it is. And, and 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 I can only say that because so many people that I've spoken to, and not just in the form that you're talking about or that I'm talking about, where you're creating a blog or something like that, or I did a podcast, something like that. Like it's spreading in so many ways. People are starting to kind of get hip to that mm-hmm. in a certain way. And I I think it's I think first of all. 
that same line of thinking when elevated to the city level is what's I, I, I look at the future and I see us getting to that point. Yeah, we will. I mean I I think I think Baltimore has so much talent and it's like it's there's such a bright future ahead for it. But we need to learn right now how to come together because one day there are going to be eyes on Baltimore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then people are going to be popping left and right, blowing up left and right. But right now, this is the time to, you know, sow the seeds for that. You know what I mean? Because if we can come together right now as as a, a big artist community, regardless of genre, you know, support each other and really get out there and really help each other, then like, you know, the sky is literally the limit. Like, we can do anything. We can... Anybody can make it. No, nobody's gonna say there's too many people making it. And that could be that. that could do so much just for the city itself. Exactly. I mean, like it's weird to think that way, but like the the it's it's almost like I always wonder like what is the value of an artist? Yeah. What is the purpose? You know, what what I for me it was always a weird thought. I always had a time. That's why like I was talking to you about with uh, selling CDs and shit. Mm -hmm. I could never fathom charging somebody to listen to me. No. Because I could never fathom how anybody would ever value exactly what I do. Right. Because it's just like, it's just weird. I can I can serve somebody's f dinner, like as a waiter, mm -hmm. and I can completely get how you're supposed to tip me 20%. Like, right. I get that shit. Right. It makes perfect sense. But then I'm thinking like, God, I could never imagine somebody paying for my song. Some people are you know? automatically in the mindset of, I made this, I worked on this, so I should be compensated for it. Mm -hmm. But people, they think that compensation is money. It doesn't always have to be money. If somebody likes you, that is compensation for what you did. That's validation yes. for what yes. you just did, and that's compensation. Yeah. If you if you make music for free and you gave it to a fan and that person becomes a fan, then all of a sudden you're like, yo, buy these Mike Bell t-shirts. They didn't bought 15 t-shirts because they like you so much. You know what I mean? But people always just view compensation as money. They don't view it as things. The that real are value is the record of of like that's how you remember history. Right. Like when you think about it, what's the when you're when you're watching a movie and and they do like a flashback to like 1950, what's the first thing they're going to do? They're going to make the footage in black and white. They're going to have some 50s ass song playing in the background. And that just brings you back. It's a record of time. Mm -hmm. It's like those sound those things that you put out into the ether, those are representative of that time. You know? Right. Right. I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> no, it's like a little time capsule. It'll, like, it it'll take you back and put you into a setting. And it's very, you know, it's like almost a little manipulative. but uh, It's not manipulative because it's all we have. It's it's the environment. What do you, you like, like I mean? what else is a record of time? Oh, what, are we going to look at the NASDAQ reports from 1969? Yeah. No, you don't no, remember I that shit. Mean, True. I just mean the, the different things that like people have figured out to make people remember or go back to something. I don't think that anybody ever sat down and said, this is what we're going to do to manipulate people into remembering this. I think it's just the way we work and who we are. It's an, it's, they want to, it's a nostalgic. It factor. just so happens that music is, nobody sat down and made music yeah. the record. Music's nostalgic. Music just is. Music That's is what it does. People. It just you can't help it. When you hear a song that you were in high school and you remember that song playing at your junior prom, it brings you back to junior it, year of high school. Yo, I just to does. this day, I I still hear the Teenage Dream album, which by the way, I heard y'all you were not ah. a fan of. 
You were not a fan of the Teenage Dream album. Oh no 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 no. What I I I was a fan of everything Katy Perry made up until Firework. <laughs> and then I was and then I was annoyed because I did not think that was a good song. And then she came out with Last Friday Night. Which mm-hmm. was a dope song because yeah. it had Kenny G on the alt. Oh yeah, that solo. shit was dope. <laughs> that was catchy. Yo, that was so that was fire. catchy. And then then she came out with the one that got away, which is all right. Yeah. But then she never came out with anything good, in my opinion, ever again, dude. True. Teenage Dream, awesome song. Yo, awesome teenage, fucking Teenage Dream song. still makes me think about like my high school relationship. Oh my god. Like oh my still, god. like just takes me right back. Exactly. To, like, you know, That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I guess, I guess to bring it anywhere fucking close to where I was going with that, that could be, if if nothing else, that could be what what brings the city out of the slump it's in. Yeah. Because that could that could f- make people pay attention and, and bring some s- level of consciousness. To, that's why winning the Super Bowl is so good for the city. Oh, yeah. Think about it. When the Ravens win the Super Bowl, it's great for Baltimore. It's mm-hmm. great for any city because it just brings your city national attention. All of a sudden, you just, oh, I know, oh, Jacksonville's a city, really? Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> the Jag, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't know that because the Jags have never fucking been in a Super Bowl. <laughs> that's why I didn't know that's a fucking city. That's, a, that's in, where? Florida? How many teams do they have now? I don't fucking know. Right. Oh, what? Maryland, above past Hunt Valley. <laughs> yeah, there's China a Seven Eleven there. They have a, I, that's what I thought when I was a kid. They got a good McDonald's. <laughs> Can I be a Jags fan? They're only twenty miles out. Like, close <laughs> by. We gotta go to the stadium. But that's what it does to people, and it's amazing because it's not the shit that you would think. Yeah, it's not the shit that you would think. The reason why L.A. and New York are popping is because that's where the that's where the national attention was brought to. Yeah, that's 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 really what it is. Like when you look at you know the whole history of not even just hip hop, but I mean like just music in general. You know, New York is so famous for just so many people like Frank Sinatra and Jay Z mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. it's just Broadway. You know what I mean? Like it's City of Lights, you know, so mm-hmm. it's it, there's so much attention on New York. So it's it makes it easier for people like that to pop. With Baltimore, there's not as much attention, but there's no reason why we can't bring attention here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then just gravity. It's like New York is so full of fucking like I don't want to say this. Just a gr- there's just a ton of fucking people there, dude. Well, it, and, and I, most of them are fucking posers. Yeah, yeah, but that's right. Most of them are fucking posers. Though. Yeah, that's that's very. If true. you look at it from like a bird's eye view, dude, like fucking New York is one of the most densely populated cities, right? Yeah, yeah. so it's the say, most populated city in the United States. I let's believe. Say like ten percent of the people of that city go out at night. And out of those ten percent, one percent goes and sees live music. So mm-hmm. like, one percent of like however many people in New York is a sh- way bigger number than, than whatever 1%. that percent of is in Baltimore. That's you know what yeah, I mean? So like, true. it's like I don't know. It's like a numbers game. But it also, game. it's like that's the, the reason thing. why DC's popping more so than Baltimore, just because. Here's the other e- thing. DC is so small, but there's so many people packed in there. It's like. Yeah. The other side of that argument, and I'm not saying that your side is wrong because I agree with your side. 
But the other side of that is no need to go any further. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this. We can just edit the, a live edit of the podcast in my you fucking blood. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's all I needed to hear. I was right. Like, but so, do you have any plugs? Or <laughs> <laughs> right, fill me out. Fill me out. <coughs> not only, not only are there so many people playing the role of audience mm-hmm. so many more people playing the role of audience in that city and as so opposed many to more people are performers exactly yeah. mm-hmm. and so it evens itself out to a degree it <coughs> evens itself out to a degree now the difference is is that in Baltimore bless you I think I heard somebody sneeze by the way it's a cough sorry then fuck you dude <laughs> 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 the difference is is that like I always look at it as like this I know so many people who are like, I'm going to move to New York, I'm going to move to LA, I'm going to do this. And, and if you have a game plan once you get there, it's a little bit different. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people's game plan is just, I'm going to l- relocate to this city yeah. and all of a sudden, all the same shit that I've been doing is suddenly going to make me successful because I'm in New York. That's I'm very true. Yeah, in yeah. People LA. People have that mindset. People think like that. People think like that. My thing has always been like, dude, you're going to move your ass out there and you're going to become a fucking little ass minnow in a big ass ocean. Mm-hmm. With more fish. Exactly. With way more fish. And you're going to be doing the same shit you're doing here. You're probably going to be a fucking waiter, except now you're a waiter in New York. Right. And now ooh, everything is more ooh, expensive. Ooh, now, you're making, now you're making $30 an hour, but now your rent's three times higher. Right. Dope. Dope. Everything evens itself out. Yeah. And so yeah. it really starts with you. But that's, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're just willy-nilly fucking hopping on a fucking bus with all your shit and just relocating, that's just kind of silly. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Well, I, what I'm saying to you is, because you, you, have you and like, I have a different... If you have steps, if you like have a game plan or whatever, that's, you know... It's also a different situation for you, maybe, because comedy is more of a live Yeah, but thing. also at the same time, like, I wouldn't make a move like that until I had... I was a bigger fish, you know. Instead yeah. of going as a minnow, I'd rather go as a fucking tat. Like you know, that's yeah. the other thing. Yeah, yeah. people think that like you have to change your situation to change you, but yeah. really you have to change you to change your situation. Exactly, that yeah, was the yeah. whole thing. I remember being in high school and seeing all these people like, uh like when they were applying to colleges and shit. Like, oh, I'm going to University of Strattonsburg in fucking Idaho. I just need to get the fuck out of Maryland, right? right. Like, blah blah blah. I'm like, dog. You sucked in high school. You're going to go to Strattonsburg and you're going to suck in Strattonsburg. And you come back to Towson a year later and you're going to be like, you still gonna everywhere suck. sucks. No, you, you suck. suck. That's, you I, suck. I, yo, I've never understood people who say, I got to get out of I gotta get out of Maryland because there's nothing to do. I'm like, bro, no matter where you go, there's going to be nothing to do if you don't do anything. Like, yeah. it, it's the same thing. Like, no, you, you can go to fucking Dubai. You're going to be bored eventually. And then you're going to be like, well, there's nothing to do in Dubai. No, there is yeah, shit yeah. to do in Dubai, obviously. But, yeah. you know, if you're not doing nothing, then you're not doing anything. I mean, it sounds cliche, but, like, if it smells like shit everywhere you go, check your fucking shoes. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, for real. It's fucking... It, for it's, real. That, I used to call that back in the day. I used to call that Towson Syndrome. Before I realized that everybody's like that. <laughs> <laughs> now it's not Towson Syndrome anymore. It's just fucking... It's just world syndrome. Fucking homo sapiens syndrome. <laughs> yeah. A self, self-awareness is crucial, especially as an artist. You gotta... You, you really gotta know who you are, bro. Like... You, and really you can't can, let nobody yeah. else tell you who you are. You define yourself and you gotta stick with mm-hmm. that line to yourself because mm-hmm. you can't let nobody else fucking define you. Like, shit is whack. 
That's why I agree. Yeah, make yourself. Let me make do something. And it, and it's different for every different venue, but from where you're coming from, which is the rap game, I sincerely think that doing something here, making somewhat of a name for yourself here, even if it's not a huge name, right? Even if it's not like I'm not like you don't have to be Taco Bang level. Just have something. You doubt me? You said uh, I, I can't do it? I'm about to drop a mixtape, bro. Like, yeah. I'm about to drop a mixtape right now. Classic email heartbreak situation. Oh, man. Yeah. Same reason you dropped your first mixtape. No, no, no. You, you don't do even have to rap. You Jimmy don't even did. have to rap. Just, just sing in Baltimore. And then... No, I'm just saying, just, just have something a little bit more than, yo, I'm some... It's the same thing, and it's the same thing we all have to get to, and it's the yeah. same. It applies to every aspect of, of putting yourself out there. Right. It applies to the fact that at a certain point you're going to realize that the person you're handing your mixtape to doesn't give any more of a fuck about your mixtape than you would give a fuck about somebody handing their mixtape to exactly, you. Exactly, bro. Yo, honestly, sometimes like I I feel bad because people will hop into my mentions and be like, "Yo, check out this song." And I'm just like, I'm not checking out that fucking song. Exactly. And then I'm like, yo, that's me. Like, that's, yeah, that's me. Like, exactly. Him. Somebody that's thinks man. the same thing about me. And, and I'll I'm be like, sitting there on the other side being pissed off. How the fuck haven't they responded to me? Like, yo. And I think about like, I got like six DMs in my sound. Like, yo, yo, check out this song. Right, you right, yo. Like, it's the same it's shit all the way up. All the way up. It just happens, bro. Like, even, even Jay-Z said that like, he doesn't even care to listen to music, like to other people's music. Like, yeah. I'm just like, yo, like, people just don't, they're not going to get in your own head about it. You're going to hear someone else do something similar to what you do, and you're like, fuck, am I, like, copying that? Like, right. I don't even remember hearing that shit. Or <laughs> Dude, okay, but back to the other thing of, like, like accidentally dissing someone or whatever. Like, <laughs> fucking, on, like, the, the, first, the first time we had Dominic on his brother, I was, like, going off about, like, how I hate people who, like, comment on YouTube videos, like, yo, if you like this, check me out. <laughs> Or like, but then, but then I was like, oh, but the worst people are the fucking tight beat guys. <laughs> and like, you're trying to find a song, but then you click on it. It's like, no, it's fucking, fucking 21 Savage Drake sneaking tight beat. And it's like, fuck you. And then Dominic's like, oh, I make tight beats. <laughs> when Kanye West put out his new album, I put a fucking Kanye West tight Yo, beat honestly, for Pablo. And it got like 30 But I love did, that shit though. He did, like, oh. he did provide a solid counter argument. He gave a good argument and I saw it in another light, but like I fucking hate like this but awkward But it's true because he wasn't, <laughs> he, yes, he wasn't going for your market. He said to me, and I didn't think about this way. He was like, "That's what you have to understand though. There are other rappers who when that song drops, they're all looking for that sound. Yeah. And so yeah. just because Yo. you're strictly looking for that Kanye West song doesn't yep. mean that someone else isn't looking for that Kanye West type beat right. so the that they can have the next yeah. banger. Right. And exactly. so and and so once he put it that way, I was like, all right. So that shit pisses me off, but there's gonna be yeah, certain people well, that like it. It makes sense, like out of that reason, because like you know, people don't know specifically how to word things. Like you know, like yeah. it takes a while, like doing something to learn. But all they do the it fucking, on purpose, like code words and all that shit. You know, but like if you can just be like, all right, I want a Kanye West type beat. You can find that shit in two seconds. More they right, certainly more for you, do it on purpose. Right. Yeah. I mean that <laughs> because I, they want those extra views. I mean, yeah. I mean, but honestly, that's we how do the like same thing. that's like if like okay, for instance, like when Four Your Eyes Only dropped, I was 
looking up J. Cole beats because it was mad new J. Cole beats. So it was just like, because everybody, when a big artist drops, drops a project, everybody's making beats. So not only do you get new J. Cole type beats, but you're going to get new beats, like just mad new beats just coming from everywhere. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, as an artist, I definitely find that super helpful when people make, you know, when people make tight beats that drop like right after a project drops. Yeah. Because, yeah. No, that helps out. But. Yeah, what's the uh, chat room looking like? Anyone pop through? Oh, I, I did this tonight on Ustream. Tonight, oh, crazy. By the way. I know. This is Ustream. our first time on Ustream. Shout outs to Ustream. Ooh, shout, shout outs out. to you. What a dumb. Hell yeah. Um, so do you have any like live shows coming up at all or Yeah, nope. do you do no you live shows coming up? Yeah, do you guys do live shows as H N E? Oh yeah, or? of course. I mean I I I love performing. Like mm-hmm. that's like that's really, you know, why I love music so much is because I love the rush that it gives me when yeah. I am on stage. But what was the uh what was like the craziest fucking show you've done so far? The craziest show. Yeah. Or just like the most recent show you've done? Craziest crazy. in a good way or a bad way? I don't care. Okay, the craziest <laughs> in a bad way was yeah. definitely <laughs> fucking Tiger Fest, bro. Like that shit was the worst experience oh, yeah. of my goddamn life. Was it really? <laughs> Son, this, this is literally what they did. They gave us a stage and said, go have fun. Like they didn't oh, say fuck. go have fun, but that's basically, like it was, I don't know if y'all have heard this story or not, but like they literally just had a stage set up outside. Like there was no... Like they they said that like oh you know artists are performing here but there was no sort of like real promotion put into it like Damn. it was it, I felt like I got swindled because you know we had to win a competition to win that spot at Tiger Fest Fuck. I felt like I got there was there wasn't even somebody to operate the music there was not one Towson employee Breck was Jesus. telling me anybody there he was telling me that like you guys didn't even open for them you just went the night before yeah nah because like what, what they they used to do is. You know, they would have the windows of Bring the Noise open for them. But then they switched it to when they put Tiger Fest into two days, we they said like, okay, well we'll do the Bring the Noise performance the first day and then the big performance the second day. That that's the most that ridiculous shit. It's that like ruins the point of the competition. Is, <laughs> right. There is no exposure because you know, all the people that are coming are already coming to see me. Yeah. So there is there's no extra exposure. Like the whole point of it was to win the competition so that we got extra exposure. Yeah, so you so can get the shine from the other shit. That right. shit's organized by people who have no fucking clue. No idea. No oh, idea. Yeah, it's all doing. organized by fucking students. Right. And yeah. it wasn't even fucking the fact that they idiots. had no clue. It was the fact that they just did not fucking care. They just, That's or they the just worst didn't part. even think about it. They're just no. like, all right, well, we can. We just need this time slot filled, and we'll just do that. It's like, like first, the no first step to not having yeah. a, the first step to not caring is not having a clue, right? And they don't have a fucking they, clue. They, no, they li- literally did not have a single clue. We had to ask the DJ who went before us if he could stay and like run our music. For Damn, us. That's insane. That's like crazy. I should not have to ask. Another person, Ridiculous. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what if, what if he would have just said, "Nah, I'm, I'm out of here." Like, I'm yeah, leaving. Yeah. Well, then like, then nah, what would I? Ready then for then what would I they want to be a DJ for Wiz Khalifa. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, there's no, there's no. At, at that point, like, how, how do I even have a show if I if there's nobody to run the audio? Yeah, like yeah. that's insane. That's crazy. And that was at that was at oh, what Johnny U in Towson University, or was that where no, was that, bro? <laughs> it was on. I don't, I don't know why, well, you know where like the pause patio is, do you? Like it's like, where you know where pause is? Pause. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. On the roof of pause, there's like an area right there with chairs. And they tables. had it there? They had it there, dog. It wasn't even in pause. 
bring the noise to win the spot was in pause. And before they had other Tiger Fest uh, performers in pause, but they had it on the roof, on Jeez. the roof of pause. It was like, honestly, it was it was just so completely disrespectful that it was just like, damn, you know. I know, I know for Jake, like it made him say, like, I'm never doing a Towson show again. Which I completely respected because I was like, yo, like this, it was, it was bullshit. Like there was no other way to describe it. It was, it was bullshit. It was really bullshit. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a, a particularly good relationship with Towson University either. Yeah. So I mean, it was, it was a fun, it was definitely a fun show. You know, I, I like doing the show, but like, I think the only thing that I, that really came from that show was, um, pictures and a city paper interview. But besides that, nothing else came from that show. Nothing else. I like we we didn't. I don't. I don't even think I got a single fan from that show. Oh yeah, all of them were already there. That <laughs> right? is, That's that what is, I'm saying. That like it is was just. I mean, the way they. How did you have to even apply to get into that contest? Was it um, like you had to? It's like a student talent show, right? Pretty much. It was. It was kind of a student talent show. It was like, as long as there was one person in the act. Who went to Towson? Mm-hmm. Then you were able to apply. Okay. So that was that was kind of like the gist of it, and you had to send in like a digital press kit, um, and basically like a couple songs, and that was that was it. And then they decided if you would perform and bring the noise, and then once you did that, then uh, you had to basically go against other acts in a similar genre. So all the rappers went up against the rappers, the bands went up against the bands, and the DJs went up against the DJs. And, and you guys won that competition, though. Yeah. Which is dope. Yeah, it was cool. Very dope. It was cool. But yeah, Towson University really fucking dropped the ball on that one. I mean, to the fullest extent. Drop the ball is an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) They just they fucked up. That's like that's the better way to put it. They fucked up. They really did. They dropped the stage on the way to the (laughs) the stadium. Like they they left it on the Paul's roof and they're like, fuck it. Right. We'll even just make him go on the day before too. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you know what? Let's let's really fuck them up. Let's, like, just let's like put drop them their names on the day before by <laughs> yeah. accident too. No promo. <laughs> like, just let them just go out there and wing it. Let's not even give them somebody to work the equipment. They'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't care. I'm just gonna go back and do paperwork for my art job. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit in here and play some. <laughs> fucking candy crush do nothing like. i gotta oh, refill the if i would have gotten accepted to that ra job i probably would still i probably would have stayed in towson our, like our was fun bro it i was probably would have stayed i literally that was the last straw i couldn't get any i couldn't that was the last straw no respect i, no I was respect like for really really you're it's, not gonna fucking make me is, an ra it's super competitive though. <laughs> it is like super competitive to be to be an ra well i didn't even though it's it. stupid though because like they don't they don't accept good people like I, i've known so many people who should have been ras who would have been much better ras than me and didn't get it so yeah. i had no I, I just felt like they just picked my name out of a hat mm. Yeah, I did, didn't. Whatever I did during the application, I didn't like the fucking application process. They made yeah. you like pair off into groups and like write words yeah. on some fucking long ass piece of paper, like words that you would have representative of your floor. And I was like, <laughs> dope. Like that's yeah. fucking. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Cool. What, cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. They probably would have gone for that one. Oh, cool. That's a word I know. <laughs> You're hired. 
Oh, fuck it. I fucking suck at all that shit. Yeah. And it was like team. It's probably it was for like the a better. Team it, interview too, and like, yeah, how do you, you interview could, as a team? Yo, I've I've been on both sides of that, and I still can't tell you. Like, you can't be too overpowering, but you have to make sure that you still assert your dominance in front of all these people. I think it's all about how fucking corny you can be. The cornier you can be, the more they fucking like you. Dude. What the you more you. Say? I'm not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> always sneak this in, motherfucker. That's what I know. This is like the second. That's time. what I do, dog. I invite people over. Yo, come to my studio. I'm a fucking. <laughs> Fry your ass <laughs> subtly, <laughs> subtly, and then post Over it online for six <laughs> people to watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, look, I only say that because I didn't accept, get accepted. That's like the same thing where they say, like, what's a slut? A slut's a girl who fucks everybody except, except you. you. Yeah. It's the same thing. That's RAs are bullshit because I didn't get hired as one, which can only make <laughs> me think, like, well, I'm not bullshit. Right. So they must be bullshit. One of us has to suck. <laughs> One of us has to suck. It's mathematically necessary. Right. And it can't be me. So yeah. it's got to be, be me. Y'all. I know I don't suck. I'm me. Right. <laughs> Everywhere Jimmy walks, it just smells like shit. No one knows why. It's always I'll the never other figure person. it out. Dude. I'll never know. I'll never know. Losing Facebook friends by the second. Maybe I'm an asshole. Maybe I'm an asshole. It, it might be you, bro. Who knows? It might be you. Who Fucking knows. I don't know. That's, that's, self, that's self-awareness, dog. That's self-awareness. That's where you get. That's where you get. That's, that's where what that we're really big... trying to bring about with this podcast. Yeah, self-awareness. You get to find out about yourself. Who you are. Yeah. And I will say, dude, that has definitely that has definitely been what it's done, dude. First of all, when you're consistent, it puts things into perspective mm-hmm. because you actually start to see a real timeline to your progress. Right. You actually start to understand how progress works. And, and that's the main step is you're teaching yourself something about about what needs to be done. Yeah. You know, it's like you learn as you go, you know, like we were talking about before the podcast, when you first came in you were talking about when you're in school, somebody gives you an assignment and you do that assignment and you feel fulfilled because in your mind, you're thinking that is productive. And when you complete it, you feel productive. Now it doesn't even really matter if that assignment actually gets you anywhere closer or further away from your goal. It's just the way you feel about it. But when you step out in the real world and nobody's given you those assignments anymore and it's just you in the middle of the fucking world just trying to figure out what to do next, then it becomes a whole different fucking world. And so the more shit you do, the more clues you get. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you you have to and and honestly, like staying productive and doing those assignments, you know, it, it, it keeps your confidence up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, is if if you're working, you're like, all right, I feel good. You know, I feel good. Yeah. I feel like I can work more and I can work harder. Yes. You know? So yeah. as as long as you're working, then it keeps your confidence. You up. feel like you're in it. You feel yeah. like you're really doing it. You right. know, that's the main thing. Right. Exactly. You gotta. You gotta. I mean, it's it's more mental than it is anything else. <laughs> it really is. That is true. And I mean, that that's everything in life, though. Mm. That's everything. It really is. What's on your shirt, by the way? It's Deadpool. Uh, it's a Deadpool logo. Damn, I, I, I'm so bad at superhero movies and everything yeah. about Yo, those. I fucking love superhero movies. Movies. I, just I, I, I need to watch more. I need to watch more movies. I need to chill the fuck out sometimes. Just <laughs> fucking lean back. Watch I love it. superhero yeah, movies. Dude, fucking Civil favorites. War is on Netflix. It's Yo, dope. I saw it's that. It's a dope movie. That is a very dope movie. And yeah. I was surprised it was on Netflix so soon, too. Yeah, really quick. Watched a couple episodes of... Uh, oh, my bad. You were about to tell a story. No, I wasn't. Like, oh, you said really <laughs> quickly. No, nah, he was talking about how fast Civil War got on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I thought he was like, really quickly, let me tell this story. Like, Take it away, man. 
Actually, I watch superhero TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you more about it. <laughs> Live from the studio. What show were you watching? Uh, I watched like two episodes of Black Mirror. My girlfriend told oh, me I should watch it. So we watch it together. It's a good show. Yeah, good show. Yeah. It's like the Twilight Zone in the not too distant future. That's how yeah, I Well, that's the th- exactly, dude. It's like literally. Yeah, I don't definitely like. Definitely not superheroes. <laughs> not, not even no. close. I'm just trying to like find some leg in this conversation because you guys are talking about fucking superheroes. And I'm like, dude, I haven't watched a fucking superhero movie. <laughs> He's just since. like, I yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what can I even like? Just pick a show and talk about it. Like, no, no, that that that. Uh, it's 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 a cool, it's a dope, it's a, it's a interesting take, and it's in my opinion, a fairly accurate take on where society is moving. Oh yeah, and I yeah, thought so. that was uh, pretty pretty cool. Yeah, Black Mirror cool. is cool. I've I've seen like a few episodes, but it's like, you know, it's it's creepy. The it's first creepy the show. first episode. I don't know if I'm spoiling anything for anybody. I don't. I don't care. You, chances are, That'd if you're right. watching Black Mirror, you're not listening to this podcast, <laughs> and vice versa, <laughs> because then you'd just be me. Anyway, <laughs> but in the first episode, the dude—it's the Prime Minister of Britain—and mm-hmm. this guy kidnaps like the Princess of Britain because they give a shit about that stuff over there. Like, that's why I thought it was hard for me to get, because I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck about a princess. I don't know what, that, what do they do? What does a princess do? Are they just like a socialite? Is that just like the Kim Kardashian of Britain is like yeah, Prince Charles? Much, yeah. Like, they're I just fuck, like, they have no political power. Like, kidnap her. If somebody kidnapped Kim Kardashian, I would, that'd be, I mean, it'd be I fun mean, to she, talk that about. That did like, happen. She, she got get robbed in her hotel. She got, kid, yeah. she got robbed. Well, she got, she got tied up, too. So she was hot. kidnapped while they were robbing. <laughs> <laughs> then they left her, so it wasn't a kidnap. Damn, I didn't know all that happened. Yeah, nah, she got nah. They they were they were some. They got savages. filming that or what? Nah, but I know that like her driver got arrested because he was in on it. Yeah, he was in it was on like it. Fucking, yeah, it's apparently what, like a notorious fucking group of like robbers. Yeah. They fucking set up like a month long operation. Like they were a real group they of robbers. They infiltrated like, like the bandits. limo service. Yeah. They infiltrated the hotel. Like they fucking did everything. So that is, you know what? I hate it to was say like it. Ocean's Eleven in real yeah, life. I, I hate to say it. I hate to say like it, that. but I, I have. They did. They harm her. Did they like? Physically harm her? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. they actually physically harm in her. That way, in that aspect, if they didn't sexually harm her or if physically harm her in any way, I'm sorry it happened, cool. but that is pretty fucking dope. <laughs> I mean, I, the the concept of like somebody pulling off a heist that is takes cool. it was a real heist. It was it yeah. was a heist. Like he heist. did that shit. They got like caught though, this so. guy that's, got that's, that's they cool. got caught. That sucks. Yeah, that yeah sucks. they they, 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 that's they, the they get caught. That story. sucks. But no, nah, well like. The the thing that's fucked up is that like like she was like I feel like she was really mentally fucked up from that after like oh, a while. Do, do you yeah. see that picture of her like with the ice cream? Yo, I know, but like who the fuck cares? Like people go through <laughs> getting like robbed on the street every day. It's the yeah, same but we shit. are we are that's very true. insensitive it's just to like, that type of stuff. She's when just it's... so sheltered that when it happened, it wasn't like a thing that happened like a couple months ago that they got over. That's like the first time anything bad's happened. That would her, definitely probably. affect me. Yeah. So I might tie my ass up. To oh, my yeah. Dude, I feel like I see a scary movie, I'm like fucking check every closet and under my bed before <laughs> right. I go to sleep. Like, and that shit's fake. <laughs> if I got robbed in real life, I'd fucking I'll have a car under my, my window. Pillow, dude. Like... Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the fucking anyway, the premise of the fucking episode was that the guy that he kidnapped the princess and he said, "I will kill her unless." 
the prime minister fucks a pig live on national television. That was the, that was the premise of the episode. It's a little bit different than most fucking episodes. Yeah, that was, was a little... I thought about it, and there. I was like, if I were the prime minister, would I fuck that pig? Can you pick the Wait, pig? Wait, is, is... Can you pick, like, the hottest pig that's out a good of point. the bunch? That's is that a good... your... Is the, is the prince... Your prince is, the prince is not your daughter. You're not it's not your daughter. Princess. It's not your daughter, but she is a major uh, national, like... Figure. Figure, and... And representative of the country and is, you know, yeah. held to a higher pedigree. And her blood is in your hands. Like, if you don't do this, they're going to kill her. They're going to kill her. And, and so you're in a position. I thought immediately, my initial thought was, that's not that hard of a decision. I just fucked the pig. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to fuck a pig, though. I that's might do issue. it. I might. That's, that's the thing. If it was, if it was oh, that man. level, I feel like the only way you can really get somebody, because when somebody does that to you, they're trying to assert power over you. They're yeah. trying to put you in check. They're trying to make you appear weak yeah. by making you bow to their wishes. That's true. You got to stare that man in the eye. You got to fuck it. Fuck I would. Pig. I would. You got to look at him like. Yeah, hopefully, I'm fucking this pig. hopefully, like, I never get put in this situation. But <laughs> no. if I was, you'd have a ball. I would fuck the shit out of that pig. <laughs> I would fucking look it in the camera and say, "Yeah." Fucking give me that princess bitch. You thought you got me? I've been eyeing up this pig for weeks, motherfucker. I was already going to film it, bitch. Fucking right. beat his you gotta, ass. You got to act like, like you fuck pigs every day at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. You got to get in his head. Like, exactly. You got to make dude. him be like, damn, maybe I should try fucking some pigs. Like, so for that, reason, for that reason, I was like, this isn't that great of an episode. But the second episode was dope. <laughs> You're like, this is pretty what, wait, realistic. What, what, what was the second episode? Second episode was uh, what the fuck was it about? Oh, it was this dude, and basically it was kind of. You ever seen the movie Time with Justin Timberlake? Because me neither. I never fucking seen it, but I know that. The <laughs> oh con- yes, yes. Yeah, the concept was that like your currency was minutes, yeah, of life or whatever. Yeah. And so like basically, th- all these people would wake up every morning, and their job was to like pedal on this electric bike, and they were basically what I gathered from it was they were generating energy. Oh. And so everyone's job, because at that point when technology is taking over everything, mm-hmm. you're really there's really not that many jobs to fill. Like right. everything's automated. So what they did was everyone's job was just to generate power. So you'd literally wake up in the morning and pedal on this bike mm-hmm. and generate electricity or power, and then you would earn minutes as you did that. Oh wow! And so that was your currency. Your minutes, and then they would like basically. It was a very, it was a very, it was a pretty interesting episode because like basically everything was digitized. Like all the walls were screens, and like he would go into the bathroom in the morning and just like swipe on the mirror and press what he wanted, and toothpaste to come out, and he did. And I was like, I could easily like a fucking eye mirror. I could see that coming out in like two years. Oh, yeah, sure. Two years, I could see a fucking eye mirror. You fucking scroll through. You're fucking fucking doing your fucking sh- while you're brushing your teeth like I could easily see that it's not that distant oh yeah no. and then these advertisements will pop up just it, and that was the other thing that was real I was like wherever you take the digital aspect of life comes that the advertisements the ads oh, yeah. and shit yeah. like that they're gonna try to penetrate everything in your life everyone's and then, trying to make money the yeah. more you let technology take over your life the more those people are able to infiltrate your life right. and so basically these ads would pop up and you would have to like try to skip them but if you skipped them it would penalize you minutes mm-hmm. so like either that or you had to fucking watch it or something like that and all the stuff that they said in that episode I was like I could I could literally see I could see that happening within the next Decade now, the whole fucking pedaling on bikes for energy—that's probably like a 
hundred years or something like that. But just more. like, but just like all the fucking like digitized everything and stuff in 2027. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, it's like that shit sounds so far in the future. Think about it? how far we've come since 2007. Think about how far we've come since 1997, yeah. dude. Just like think about that shit. I mean, it's it. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Granted, I'm not the best person to talk about it because I'm like fucking way out of date with that shit. So everything seems amazing to me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm amazed by the shit that's able to be done right now. I'm oh, like, yo, yeah. what year is this? 2017. Holy fuck. That's, <laughs> I can fucking what. Like that's what like that shit just sounds like the future, like when when somebody says yo we're in twenty seventeen like that shit sounds like what the like twenty seventeen like that's some futuristic shit, like <sighs> just think about like twenty twenty five is what eight it years from now it like that not, sounds so far in the future. It doesn't take that long to indoctrinate a generation. I mean, you're talking about in twenty twenty seven, the kids that are born today will be 10 years old. Mm -hmm. They'll be active. They'll be going to middle school and they'll be forming their social identities and their social identities will be based around those things. Yo, if They will have no connection to this part of reality. If you look at like how smart kids are getting, like just from working with iPads and stuff, like I know my girlfriend's niece is super, super smart. Are they really becoming smarter? Or are they just becoming more apt at technology i mean i think that that makes them i think that makes them smarter i remember reading a report when i was probably like 11 or 12 that was like uh kids who spend like an hour a day on the computer get better grades than kids who don't and i i think that's just because when you're when you're there's so there's so much information online you know there's a lot of access to information so when you're curious you you can you know it's also a flawed and and statistics like that always i always look out for those because you always have to consider all the other factors that exist yeah. to make that statistic so right. so when i think about it okay so kids that spend an hour a day online versus kids that don't well chances are why do why does this group of kids spend an hour online versus the kids that don't chances are because they have access to right. it mm-hmm. why do they have access to it chances are because their family's more affluent oh yeah and therefore if so, so basically, all you're telling me is that kids whose families are more well off get better grades, which we already fucking know. That. Right. We already fucking know that. Right. So you haven't told me anything just new. Like a more PC. Yeah. Way right. you, all you've really done is just manipulate a fact of life into supporting your fucking cause, and I hate that shit. When yeah, do no, that. I do. I do hate straw man arguments, but I, I do think that like just by seeing her and seeing how like how at two years old she can navigate. Through like YouTube, like there's people who are 60 years old who can't navigate through YouTube. Yeah, right but now. they know how to navigate through real fucking life. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And she she may be robbed of that. That's true. She may be robbed of that because she's never gonna have to. And and I I don't. But is that is that is that robbing her of it or is that just the way know. that things are? I think are? that's just part of growing up too. Like I think once like you actually become an adult and like fucking you know are like self-reliant on yourself like you like you know you have to just fucking know to put in the like the work like you have to like there's a certain amount of work to do just to fucking but we're not being taught that we're not being taught that in but i I think part of growing up is realizing that for yourself yeah but some that's what i'm saying the only way you can really ever realize that for yourself is 
if you've already had that mindset, you you, you, know well, you have to have someone else. You don't have to have someone else in your life to guide you along, but it certainly fucking helps. And it's way harder yeah, when you well, don't have anything in your life promoting that level of thinking. Yeah. It's it's easier to see someone else doing something or like learn something from someone else than it is to learn it about yourself. Just mm-hmm. because like you don't have like the skewed view that you do of yourself. And uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of a little bit taken away with the internet. But I think as technology progresses, like the lines between internet and real life are just going to be fucking so blurred. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. It's not even going to be a problem at that point, I think. Once once internet just becomes life? I just think like... uh, I'm not saying it's definitely gonna be a bad thing. I'm just saying yeah. you're saying it's not gonna be a problem. I'm just saying I think I think everything kind of goes around. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think so we'll like, work out. I of think it. the big thing, Hopefully. like, dude, like for our generation at least, and probably your, like you're a year younger than us. So it's yeah. Like our generation. <laughs> like I'm not even like I don't our even generation know what I was and, thinking. And you 1993 kids. Yeah, no. like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like saying, and I was like, this isn't. Why am I saying this? Uh, <laughs> But, like, I think a lot of us grew up strictly doing texting and, like, all that stuff. So, like, somewhat of, like, human interaction was filtered down into that. And then I think some people lost the, like, the importance of, like, a phone call or just, like, sure. physically talking to another human being instead of just texting them or whatever. Sure. In the same but way- I, think, I think now everyone's doing fucking FaceTime. Like, I think kids now are more social than we were when we were that age. Maybe a, maybe not when we were that age, but at least they were they were probably they're more, more social, social than I am now. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but that's just because do, yeah. I'm fucking 24, like not just <laughs> fucking skyping people. Yeah, and you're not like going to <laughs> one place at, like five days of the week where like there's 300 people. Yeah, your you're age, going to school tomorrow. Know? I think that that no. there was a period in between that like us. And the kids now, where it it was less social interaction with mm-hmm. or you know face to face interaction, and I think now we're getting to a point where we're trying to make technology. But we're only able norm. we're only able to break out of that because we've experienced life without it. And so yeah. my question is: when you are born into that with no familiarity to anything outside of that Mm -hmm. you don't even know that's an option yeah like it's like for us it was an option like we fucking got into texting and skype and all that shit but we existed at a time where that wasn't our lives yeah and even then i still catch myself like holy shit like is this really what i do on my day-to-day now you know like versus you know whenever but what if i what if i didn't know that was an option what if I didn't know that that existed? Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. That's the, that's why, like, sometimes I hate text messages because, like, I feel like when somebody texts you, they expect a response. Like, within the two hours, like, you got to mm-hmm. respond. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to or else you're just an, an asshole for ignoring me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, like... Send somebody a letter, you got, like, three months. That's what I'm saying. Like, people... People had to wait to talk to you back then. Like, you know, you got to have some sort of patience with people because, like, no, nobody was pressuring somebody to say, you got to write this letter. But and interaction like, probably meant so much more back then because you couldn't write somebody a letter being like, odd. Right. Like a pigeon, you see it in the distance, it takes two hours to get to you. Yeah, you just like, wait for like, 
Glad them all. Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking pigeon. Dope. <laughs> 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 you were probably so excited to get that letter because it was like, yo, I haven't talked to this person in a week. Yeah. But now Tight. I can just talk to anyone. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's just like that's what I'm saying. And we missed out on that. Like, I will never well, know what I'm it's not, like to get honestly, a letter from someone ever. Yo, honestly yeah. though, this is the this is the. Best that's how people are gonna look back at our childhoods and shit. Exactly. Like, yeah. you just like, send fucking mail, right? We fucking teleport to each stamp, other, like, dude. Why can't you just teleport? Like, <laughs> nah, but like, but honestly, I think that there's a lot of technology that we do take for granted, like. Even doing something as simple as like washing your clothes oh, used yeah. to take days. Like I'd be mad as shit if I had to wait days to wash my clothes. I can wash my clothes in two hours now. You don't have wash mean, like, machines now, dog. That's what I'm saying. Like wash and a dryer, Bluetooth compatible washing machines. You can listen to music while you're washing your dirty ass clothes. You can do literally almost anything now. Like you know, but beforehand, you had to you had to actually struggle. You had to really struggle. And technology is there to make our lives easier. It's just we have to have the discernment not to let it take over our lives that's mm-hmm. the thing and that's that's where we got to draw the line you know when is enough enough you know when do we yeah, say we've is, got enough technology when is it too much help and a distraction right like when what's the what's the border like what's the line that we had to and that's another cross? thing that's another thing where i feel like the the artists and the the public figures and the people that are that are existing in there the responsibility falls on them because you look at you i have i have a certain way i think about like the education system and stuff like that and the way we we kind of i don't think we teach kids those values in our education oh, i don't no. think we really prepare people to be no, men to be and adults. women no hell no we pr- yeah, we no. just like we just kind of it's kind of weird to me it's like no I we th- get trained to like just to fit take into yeah. a consumer culture we think about it's it like we need to train these kids to be cogs in this big yeah. mechanical system right. because their parents are their gears are breaking and we need replacements and like mm-hmm. That's really it's fucking. it's literally just like my whole life i remember just being told like all right so you got to do really well in high school so you can go to college and i was like all right cool so i'll try in college in high school so i like you know made an effort in my later years so i could get into a good college and then i went to college and i was and they were like all right so you got to do really well in college so you can get a good job yeah. And I was thinking, so the whole point of this degree is what you're telling me is the whole point of of this is for me to basically certify myself to prove that I'm good enough to work for someone else. At any point, at any point in my 13 years of education so far, has anyone ever sat down and taught me how to make myself the man? Right. Has anybody ever told me how to, hey, you don't have to devote your life to proving to someone else that you're good enough to work for them. Right. You can be your own fucking man. You can be your own fucking woman. They don't they don't teach you that. Yeah. They don't even they they don't even know that. They're working for someone else. The people that are fucking <laughs> running the shit don't even understand the shit. Yep. And, and we're the and, then, and then so so I'm looking at that and I'm like fuck man we're talking about you know what if what if kids view technology this way or what if kids start to use it this way and that way it's like nah, you better not rely on them to teach that shit right you like better fucking not the problem is is that they're only teaching kids how to take tests that's mm-hmm. literally all they're doing they're saying yeah. learn this information and by any means necessary by this date meet the standards and, then, and get by meet that's the standards what, and get by that's like cuz that's their job they want yeah. they want that security and they want their life to be taken care of so 
they skew whatever they need to teach kids to get those good reviews, but then it just, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's bad for the kids. I can't tell you shit that I learned in like high school geometry, dude. The, maybe like, like the Pythagorean theorem, if mm-hmm. I even remember that correct. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that like a squared, b squared, c squared. Yeah, that, that, now the Pythagorean theorem. That's a solid. That's a solid. <laughs> uh, shouts out to Pythagoras, dude. He dude. really came up with something there. I got <laughs> I got my first credit card last year. Just because I never was taught like anything about it, and I was just very intimidated. Yeah, and what I about just, like, debt finally management? had to get taxes? It. Nobody teaches yeah, you how to do fucking teach taxes. You taxes. Like, Nothing. luckily, shit TurboTax that is easy as shit. But like, right. fucking like, I don't know. The like, closest. Who, how did you do taxes back in the day? Right, like, that's what I'm saying. You had to fill like, out fucking paperwork you need an and send it. You just need a fucking accountant. But that's what I'm saying. Is now. You used to back in the day, you needed an accountant to do your taxes because nobody knew how to fucking do that shit. But now they have a program where anybody can do their taxes mm-hmm. for less than hiring an accountant. Right. So why the fuck would you get an accountant? Exactly. So that's how many but that's, thousands, that's, hundreds of thousands of people that now don't have a job. That's the thing we were talking about earlier too, kind of. Like you have to learn how to delegate. Like and it and you know, like there are things now like you don't need to get an accountant because TurboTax is so easy. Like it's but also at the end of the day it's how much time or how much is your time worth? You know what I mean? That's true. And if you can go to a studio and make a song with someone on the fucking the board, someone on the fucking like instrument inside another booth, like all this other shit, like people coming together to make one thing is going to be easier than you doing all the grunt work yourself. I agree. That's absolutely right. That is absolutely right. It's just, it's a day-to-day thing. Like, you can't live in the future and you can't live in the past. You have to fucking just go. That's all you got. Yeah, right now. That's it. So it's like, you know, at some point in the future, like, yeah, I'll get a fucking accountant. Like, I'll fucking spend an extra hundred bucks when I do my taxes. But like, you know, I don't care right now. I'm not. I'm not busy enough to the point where I can't do my own taxes. I'm not good enough to do. Yeah, and also, do I don't my trust taxes. my fucking self, dude. Hell no. Also, yeah. Hell and no. Like, next thing you know, you end up like Wesley Snipes. Like they knocking at your door. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, make, I mean, like, you gotta nothing. be responsible for yourself to a degree, or because like people will fuck you over. Oh but yeah. At the end of the day. Only person holding you back is you, bitch. Live from the studio. <laughs> Live from the studio, Holy dude. What's, you your, what's everyone's Twitters? Let's get some plugs out here. Twitter uh, Twitter is at pass underscore the underscore Mike underscore. So it's P-A-S-S underscore T-H-E underscore M-I-K-E underscore. And... Get your underscore fingers ready, folks. Yeah, get your underscore <laughs> fingers ready. Get that. And shit what about SoundCloud? Where you are on SoundCloud? SoundCloud is just Mike underscore Bell. So more underscores, but just one. Big fan of underscores. Cumulatively, be- no. between all of your social media, Forced. how many underscores do you have? Four. What about Four. IG? What's Instagram? Liable to go, Michael. No underscores. Okay. No underscores. Okay. There you go. But okay. L I A B L E to go, Michael. For anybody who can't spell liable. Michael, I was more worried about Michael. Is it definitely M I C H A E L? Oh yeah. Okay. Does anybody spell it any other way? No. Some people spell like I've seen like M Y K A L. Never seen that. That's yeah. That's that's it's very like Russian abstract. or some shit. That's like Eastern European. And I've seen Mikhail. Yeah, Mikhail. Libel to go Mikhail. Chill. Don't go Mikhail. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've seen like. I've seen some people do the EAL, but I'm just like, you're just trying way too hard to be yeah, different. Yeah, Mikey, you This is stupid. 
Michael. Stupid. That's all a weird name. Yeah. No disrespect. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, you do it's it the fine. best way out of all. I think yeah, yeah, of all the spellings you think the picked. original is the Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. You know, they all yeah. spelled our name the same way. That's Hell yeah, I'm, man. You know, spelling my name. That's real shit. That's real shit, dude. Uh, Eric Glazer, what do you got? What do you got, dude? Yeah, check out the darkest. Uh, it's on SoundCloud right now. It's about to be up on iTunes. Me and Mark Joyner's new podcast, episode two, just dropped. Uh, it's a great one. It's fucking cool. At Eric Glazer on everything. Hell yeah. LFTS podcast on everything. That's SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, mm-hmm. everything. All those things. All those things. Till next week. Peace. Sweet Stevie, I want him to see that. Relax, I'm a pop pill till I'm free